Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with what I don't am. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am, as I am. And my G still pumping. Hold on the coaster, you know that my doja kosher game over, soldier. I'm coolin'. Be on the sofa. Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor. Don't mean it, it's soldier, but fuck the vultures. I feel them in dopeness and proper doses. I crank them up just to get it. Well, do it right! Of course you are. To this day! Unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. Uh, it is Wednesday, March 20th, 2019. I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and joining me, co-host extraordinaire, my main man, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's going on? What's going on, man? Not too much. How uh, How's everything? Everything's all right. All right. Sounds good. Now, you're, uh, you're spring breaking it up, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, even though I have to, like, work tonight, which is horrible. Um, but, yes. Like, work, work, or? No. Um, okay. Something else, but. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've been off three days, and it would have been nice to be doing this at home right now, which, you know, stuff. Oh, you're literally uh, on location. Uh, what's your time looking mm-hmm. like? Uh, Got an hour. Okay, cool. So, uh, all right, let's uh, get things moving. It's, uh, as I said, I'm Travis Bryant. That's Cameron Hawkins. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. And let's talk some wrestling. First, let's uh, get all the pertinent information out to you folks, all the ways to communicate with us here and the show. Uh, There are two ways to have your voice heard on the show. First way, traditional way, give us a call. Hit the constellation lines. Get in line. We'll get to your call before the show is over. Hit the lines up at uh, 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. The other way to have your voice heard on this here show is to drop us a voicemail. Voicemail lines are open. You have three unadulterated minutes to uh, get your questions, comments, uh, rants in, whatever you got for us. You got three minutes to do it on the voicemail line. So hit the voicemail line up at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. And um, the other ways to get at us, find us on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. Find Cam at Seahawk, that's C-E-E, Hawk, all kinds of uh, conversations happening on those accounts during the week, and uh, you will find some good wrestling content in there. Uh, last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast, or just search uh, East Coast Cast or PWTorch, or, and you'll see the family of Torch fan page and pages and uh, go give us a like. Uh, shout outs to uh, Heather Sherry and Jason Parker for the likes in the last uh, week or two. Appreciate you too. Uh, share our page on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals in it, spread the word that way. 
you know how this internet things go. So do that, please, and thank you. Cam, what's the uh, what's the main thing coming out of the last seven days of uh, pro wrestling television and you know happenings? Yeah, I think it's definitely last night. Um, I think it's definitely Kobe Kingston successfully running the gauntlet. Um, to get his opportunity at the uh, WWE title and then it being taken away from him by an additional match being added against the champion after like five matches. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and it's it's apparently, you know, the highest rate of SmackDown in a few months. People seem to be very invested. Um, It inspired like a lot of conversation, Um, you know, brought me out of my writing funk personally. Um, mm-hmm. So just yeah, and it seems like I think the coolest thing is going to come from it all. Like we realize how many people are kind of our contemporaries who are like us and experience things like us, and you know have been talking about this situation. So yeah, I think that's definitely the biggest story um, in in WWE in wrestling this week. You know, kind of the, the continuing story of Kobe Kingston and and where it might end up after last night. How? What was your initial reaction when you know? Um, did, uh, yeah. Did you watch it live or did you kind I'm of hear about it? Have to yeah. Go back, back and... yeah, I'm. I'm trying not to react. Like even at the, even in the moment, it was just kind of like, oh, like I was. Um, I guess it is my anniversary, so I wasn't home like live. But when I got there, uh-huh. it was like, oh, you know, like okay, like I see. Like I guess the biggest thing for me, like my any type of outrage that I had it already kind of reached its boiling point like thinking about the years and years and years of the stuff that we've covered and stuff that I wrote about um, and so it's just like at this point more from a storyline point it's like we're doing so much to get to this destination and it, it doesn't have to be this like <laughs> you don't have to work so hard to, to hammer home the point that you're trying to make like you can just be there and so yeah, I mean, I think it's it's somebody somebody said it. They were like, "What WWE is doing with a lot of things they do, it just gets too cute by half because of how much time they feel like they have to fill." Um, and you know, hopefully the the end point is is right where it needs to be. But yeah, it's, it's a lot to deal with, and so I try not to deal with it on an emotional level at this point. Um, and I guess kind of really quick, the, the backup story is WrestleMania potentially being a seven to eight hour show. <laughs> and the different reactions of people to that have been really interesting this week. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't imagine like people that are like, you know, pumped, like, oh yeah, awesome. Just wrestling all day. Because, you know, 22 year old trap probably would have frothed it I remember WrestleMania 16, uh, WrestleMania 2000. You know, it was WrestleMania itself was four hours, or maybe no, 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 no. It was a regular three-hour WrestleMania, but they had this all-day like you could buy if you bought WrestleMania, you would get this all-day like what do they do like for for the sporting like for Super Bowl cover starts at eight o'clock in the morning. It's ridiculous. So they did that for WrestleMania in 2000. And then the next year in 01 at 17, that was the first year WrestleMania was four hours. And it was great. It's one of the best WrestleManias ever. You know, and and it just got ratcheted up uh, <clears throat> once the network became 
became, uh, you know, the way of that they made their money. And uh, I just think it's not, it's just not, uh, it's not productive. I, I don't, I understand it's the, it's the uh, consequence of branding the company and not individual stars like, you know, pro wrestling and individual combat sports tends to do. It's kind of the nature of what WWE's changed that culture and then branded themselves. Well, when you do that, you got to keep all your lower and middle card talent happy so they get, even if it's like a $10,000 check for WrestleMania. And when everybody, you know, when the folks at the top are getting, you know, a quarter million, $3 million, depending on who they are, you know, for this one night. But they have to keep, again, that entire locker room happy and feeling like they're doing something. And, I, and that's a consequence of, again, uh, branding uh, the, the machine and not the individual cogs in the machine. Um, so I really, do, I really do think that's a that's a consequence. That's why WWE feels so emphatic about we got to get everybody on, we got to make everybody get everybody their stupid little WrestleMania moment. And I only and I say that derisively, but you know, on purpose, you know, because it's ridiculous. You should just put on the best show for the fans that are spending their money, not you know. But again, I, I, I do understand why. So a seven eight hour show, it's something. It's in line with what we've got in the last three years. And it's no fun. It's yeah. fun, but it's no fun at the same time. Yeah, no, nobody would hold you mm-hmm. for an eight-hour show. Yeah. You know, being there in in 2016 and you being there both though in 16 and 17 for those uh, – I don't think New Orleans was as bad as Dallas. But still, it's just still. Why has had me in this place for six but hours? Think about, think about when we went to New York. Think about yeah. if we had to spend another hour in that freezing cold. That's right. Now it was freezing about, cold. It was annoying enough when you're sitting there. I think about if we had to spend three more. <laughs> you feel me? Like, it's not comfortable. Like, I, I, and, and I got into, not, it wasn't even an argument. It was actually a pretty good conversation on Twitter. And somebody was like, Basically, how can you get mad about a seven-hour show for the same price as, you know, a Chick-fil-A meal? And I want to say, first of all, stop comparing everything to fast food. Like, that's not me, – me and Josh actually get into that about how, oh, man, I'll say how you can beat this. Like, it's – you should try to get the most food for the least amount of money. I'm like, yeah, but okay, that's how you die. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how you die. Like, like thinking like that will, will actually kill you. Um, that's to me. That's not like financially. Uh, there's, there's nothing advantageous, advantageous about spending three dollars on eight burritos. But right, uh, it's one thing to do it, but like you have to know. <laughs> like hey, I, I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm gonna sign uh, like, They can do this for a reason. But it's like, yeah, no, this is terrible. Making bad, I'm making a bad decision. Like I know what, I'm, yeah, yeah it's a conscious stupid. Well, no, and it was basically like, yeah, my thing was basically like. The, the issue is, like, when you talk about how you're getting more bang for your buck, the thing is, I was I would have spent the $60 anyway. Like, you're not doing me a favor by giving me a longer show. Also, with the I don't think that, spending, that's, a, that's a good argument, but I don't really think that's necessarily even – you don't even have to go there. You don't have to base something on the old model because things change. 
I don't think because exactly. the WWE Network is you know ten bucks a month, and we get these shows, all these shows, and but uh, that that has I, I just don't agree that anything that those two uh, those two things matter. Yeah. Or, or, if you told uh, me or, 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 you can watch like when they have those those Avengers marathons before the movies come out, I think about how many times you get up and leave. Think about how many times you check your phone. Mm-hmm. But I understand the majority of the people watching the show are going to be watching at home. But it's sold to us as an experience that you need to watch in real time. Like that's how it's presented. And so like having something that long, it's just and then it's a Sunday. Typically like this is in most parts of the country the weather is nice, like you wanna be places during the day and it's just yeah. It's just not ideal. I mean, I'm going to, I'm sure I'm going to watch a good portion of it in some way, shape, or form while it's happening, but I I personally don't see the appeal of any type of eight-hour media event. Any type. Unless, again, unless it's like the Super Bowl where it's segmented and you know, oh, I have, it's basically like a, and they probably do, like countdown to kickoff. You know, and they just sit there but and that's talk. that's not even eight and hours, can, though. You I can dip in and out. Well, if the mm-hmm. cover starts at 8 or 10 in the morning, the game that starts at 6 Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah. I mean, from, from bell to bell, or from, you know, from whistle to whistle, or gun to gun with the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Even though you have three, a long three, show. Three and a half hours, four hours. Five max. Five max. Five max. Like, um, you know, lights, lights go out. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, and, and I'm not faulting anybody for what they like. I'm saying that, like, the appeal, it's its bad for me, and I don't need you calling me names or questioning, you know, my ability to focus on something or my ability to appreciate something based on your values. I got shit to <laughs> Like, I have other things that I want to be a part of over an eight-hour span. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's it's whatever. So outside of that and outside of Kofi, where are you? Where are you with uh, with, with uh, Charlotte, Becky, and Rhonda? Um, I've I've accepted that this is where we are. You know, begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. Um, Come to terms with with that being what it is. Like, and we always say from the jump, it's still going to be a good match. It's yeah. just not that knockdown, drag out, one on one, two opposing forces. Right, that, the psychology of you know, different. Yeah, like, yeah, and granted, I've seen since the ECW days, I've seen some fantastic triple threat matches. Um, some of my, so my favorite. Matches or triple threat matches <laughs> to do that thing. Yeah, when I think about um, Angle Benoit Jericho is a great one. Uh, you know Benoit Triple Yeah, Daniel's Joe. Uh, Cause not Sorry, Daniel's Joe. Uh, AJ. Well, I'm sorry, Daniel Styles. Yeah, fantastic triple threat. Um, you know Rock Angle Undertaker for the WWE title. Um, yeah, there, there's just some great, great triple threat matches um, that exist in WWE and, and in other places. Um, but I don't want, like, given the choice, 
any time, like if, if you had told me, if you, and granted, a lot of things have to happen. I'm just talking in a wrestling context. Um, but WrestleMania 20, um, it would have been Benoit 8 Triple H. As much as I love yeah. HBK. It, it, you know, he's amazing. But it, it would have just been that. Um, it was, and, and that was all, that was not politics like a shoehorn thing, but that was clearly that was not trusted Benoit to be a, a WrestleMania top of the card draw. Yeah. I think. And we understand Triple that, yeah. And Becky Lynch is not, it's not a gold watch scenario where we know you've done all this work over the years and all these people respect you and appreciate you and you've kept your head down and you never complained. And so here's your shot. It was, you're the hottest thing in wrestling. And we have this other hottest thing in wrestling. Like, I, I hope that you and I have never downplayed Ronda's impact on WWE, on her, her impact on. You know, women's TV time. Um, you know, Becky Lynch has a damn Head and Shoulders commercial right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I hope we, we we have never downplayed how important she is, even though she's a, a goof and for whatever reason somebody thought it was okay for her husband to hit people on TV. Um, <laughs> but aside from all that, like she's a huge deal and Becky's a huge deal. And it's not that Charlotte isn't fantastic. It's just they found a way to make her fit into something. Most people agreed she did not need to fit into. So, yeah. And it's just, and it's just them, and you know it. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt. It's just them determined to have, because it was going to be Charlotte. You just assumed, and then Becky got hot. And it's one of those things where it's like, unfortunately, things changed, but they were just, just determined for whatever reason or reasons to have that Charlotte has to be in that in that spot in that moment and that has to be in her 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 highlight reel and on her CV but I I think when you do stuff for 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 those types of reasons for emotional or feelings or legacy when you're talking thinking in those terms and not what's what fits in the moment What's going to make the most money? What are what are the most people going to want to see? Yeah, I, I think that's why that's where you should be. And I think again, I think I, there's a hundred years of of history to that I can base that on. So I don't think I'm coming down the list of those. So. All right, let's. Uh... Let's. Um... You know what? Let's start with an email. Uh, Javron has sent in some emails. He's always he's very consistent with his emails, but I often get to them when you're gone, so I don't want him to feel any more shorted than he has been. So Javron from Vegas, he chimes in. He says, uh, "What up, fellas? Uh, two questions for y'all this week. What in the hell are they doing with Mojo Rawley?" Uh, we keep seeing these promos on Raw. How do you think they will use him this time? Uh, do you think they're going to uh, try and give him a big push? Yeah, they kind of went away for a while, right? Well, they, three, four weeks, I hadn't seen. It's like, damn, did they give up on Mojo Riley again just after those vignettes and, you know, shit? Yeah, I think when they cut the overrun, that's one of the things that kind of went to the wayside. Um, I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if he's. Oh, you're talking about the timing. I, I said, okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, it was like over on the shelves, and it was like, you know what, we can get rid of this guy. Um, <laughs> you know, I again, when he finally went heel. Um, I remember that that Intercontinental title match with Seth Rollins that I thought was good. That they dogged for again for reasons, but um, I I do think that he's good at wrestling. I just don't think that his personality is is one that wrestling fans gravitate to. Like who is a, a breakout match that then gets dogged? Huh? So in what world do you have a breakout moment match game whatever and then and then they dog it. They, yeah. take it, they take that opportunity. To yeah, just yeah, just, just like like you did something wrong. Yeah, I, I just um, I don't know. It, it's like I, I Rob Gronkowski is a fantastic football player, right? Um, but if Rob Gronkowski wasn't this all world tight end that was unstoppable and has all these Super Bowl rings, I don't know what people would be as cozy with his personality. Like I. I Mojo seemed like a very smart guy, um, and that might be, like, to his detriment. Like, I don't know. Just something doesn't click about him, even though he seems to be trying his damnedest to make it. Like, effort isn't his issue at all. I just think that he's a guy, and in a world where they have people who are guys but can do these extraordinary things, like, I don't think Johnny Gargano cuts a very great promo, but I think that literally every single other thing that he does is a make. I think that his facial expressions during a match and his emotions during a match make up for anything that he does that's scripted on a mic. Um, I think Mojo Rowley's a good athlete. I think he's a guy. And so what are they going to do with him? I think they're going to try him out as a mid-level heel, and I think it's going to stay there. Yeah, I mean, unless he changes people's opinions. And and by by his performance in those mid level you know things that he's going to be be doing, <clears throat> and it'll be on him like in a, in a lot of ways. But they have to put him in you know he's just not the 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 state hype stuff was you know was, just he just didn't click. I mean maybe somebody else could have gotten the state hype gimmick over, but he just didn't click. Hopefully with the you know, and they're giving them something that's probably really true. Like all the, you know, figure it out. Could you imagine? I mean, you, you can imagine Vince yelling that in his face, like in a in a uh, whatever production meeting, character meeting, or whatever, one on one time with 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 Vince. Oh, yeah, you know, you know, uh, <laughs> he just meant it. Figure it out, Mojo. You want to stick around? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Uh, DeBron continues. With two weeks to WrestleMania, do you see any any way how Kofi gets his match for the title, or could they possibly hold the story till SummerSlam, given given that's the next big pay-per-view? Thanks. I'll be listening. We sent this. Oh, okay. Earlier today. So, he's talking about after the SmackDown finish. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think they somehow get, because no one's set up for Brian. Yeah. So just, like, the, just for that, I mean, uh, 
Is that, you know, put Rusev or Nakamura or somebody there? I'm like, no. It'll be Kofi. It's Luke just Harper. the story of how they get Luke there. Harper pops up. <laughs> you, so you know people, are, right. people are predicting that, so hold that thought, but people are predicting that they do a Brian-style sit-in, but with the wrestlers. Like, instead of the fans doing the Occupy Raw, it'll be some kind of, it'll be some kind of walkout or, or baby fit locker room. See if they were if they were forward thinking, it would just be the white wrestlers. <laughs> Wait, that walk it out? Just be, it would yeah, it would just be the white wrestlers. Kofi and not Kofi, but uh, Xavier and Biggie would be with Kofi, and they're and they're talking, and then I don't know not. God, no, not AJ Styles. But, uh, damn it. I'm, I'm trying to think of like a so baby face on food trips. But, I mean, Miz, of all people, right? Miz is like, yo, what they've done to you is wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. And until they fix this, I'm out. It'll be dope. But, I mean, Can we talk about... He have been giving off these... They've been giving... A, exceptional performances, and they've been basically preaching the idea of some type of opposition for years <laughs> as far as Kofi getting his title shot. And so it's, it's probably going to be them, and that's appropriate for the storyline, but man, if, if if Cesaro was the one to be like, nah, this ain't cool. <laughs> <laughs> now, New Day, New Day was banned from ringside. So, you know, so, but truth wasn't, Usos weren't, and none of, and of those people watching in the shot, watching the screen with the New Day, and while Kobe was getting beat up by Luke Harper, or, 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 or uh, by Rowan, Rowan, Eric Rowan, or, or, the, or Joe. Nobody had his back in a physical way. Yeah. I mean... Thought that yeah, I thought that was a bad look. And then it's one thing for New Day to let Brian to stare down Brian and just bark at at him as he's going to the ring for his you know for the, the last match in the gauntlet. But once the bell rang, I know he Brian didn't do anything heelish besides talk a bunch of shit earlier about Kobe don't deserve. But if you're them, you gotta beat the shit out of Brian. You don't just run past and go hug your buddy and console him. You just, you just ran past him, club him in the back of the neck and his hurt neck or something. I was just like everybody was kind of pussy except Kobe. Like maybe that's the point, but everybody, I, I was disappointed in either all the wrestlers, kayfabe, or just the bad storytelling. You know, kayfabe. It's just like, ugh, man. They need to yeah. tighten that up some way. I don't know. Everyone's banned. Just say everybody's banned. Yeah. Just banned I mean, we've, we've preached for years about the respect that the Usos have for the due day. Like we've talked about that on SmackDown TV. Like, that's, that's an apparent thing. Everybody's very public about, like, on social media. And we were, we're kind of supposed to believe these two things are fluid. 
everybody's very public about their appreciation for a Kobe Kingston. Um, they don't want to rock that boat, boy. They do not want to rock that boat. We're gonna give we're gonna give them to vote of no confidence. But but again, like <clears throat> the way that you make this this really work, and I mean like it's it's never gonna be okay because the the, the motivations and imaginations like they they just are going to be what they are. But Triple H should be the one to say, look, we've made this mistake before. I've used this to get what I want, and it's not right. Let's do what we can to fix it. And Who did you say that to? The audience or? He says it to Vince in front of everybody. No. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, um, but yeah, it's it's been it's been quite the story. And again, I'm I'm just I'm super. It, it amazes me every time that somebody's like. <laughs> You know, you random black person oh on social media is like, when he says you people, he's talking about black people. It's like, no, we we know, <laughs> we we everybody knows. But thank you. <laughs> you need to you need to say more or say less. But it's, it's interesting. It really is. Did you see? So I'm watching the bump between network shows and 205 Live just went off, and I guess last week's NXT but come on. So they're showing the they're showing a, a thing where Braun's beating up and tearing up the car that Colin Joe sent him, and then they show an action figure of Braun with an action figure car just like that. I've seen and he's the, like, I've seen the Street Fighter set. Yes, <laughs> it's just like it makes it. And first off, that was already what Braun did to the car was just such bullshit, right? Like, yeah, this frame of a car. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in some video, maybe Aerosmith, some kind of rock video back in the early 90s, they uh, they crashed like this really, really fancy Lamborghini. Um, oh, it was Got the Life. It was the corn video from like 2000. And they crashed. But it was a frame. It was like just a facsimile of a damn Lamborghini. It's like a treasure hundred thousand dollars car. Um, and then nobody's going to let Braun, you know, beat up a $60,000 sports car, whatever that thing would, would have been real. But it just, then when you see the commercial, you're just like, oh, and as fake and phony as that was, that was just a setup so they could sell these toys. Yeah. There's no, there's no finesse in that. I mean, nobody accused WWE pro wrestling in general, you know, of being like subtle. Damn. Let's uh, thanks, Jabron, for the for the email. Let's uh, let's talk to some folks while we got uh, him here along for the ride. Three four seven two two zero one three. That will get you in queue. Uh oh. Oh, I should have had something queued up. Oh, I think I still can. Can I hustle? Uh, yep. Here we go. So, uh just want to bring on the, uh, the birthday boy. Goddamn YouTube and your ads. And you're not taking the survey. Oh, I got headphones in. Y'all can't even hear it. Sorry. I just watched that whole thing. It's just playing in my ears. <laughs> just bring Craig on. I think this is Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Craig. Hey, thank you. 
Uh, can you guys hear me okay? I'm in a like in the middle of. Yeah, yeah, you're you're good. And just so you know, you sound fine, Craig. But just so you know, I was gonna play Stevie Wonder Happy Birthday. So, uh, but I've got <laughs> I'm plugged in, and yeah, what you guys can hear. So. Well, I, I wanted to call very briefly because I don't want to. My the background noise is probably really terrible. No, 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 no Craig, please, 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 take your time. <laughs> I say that as a friend and a and a host of a live show. <laughs> so, you guys yeah. have been friggin' amazing for the last two years of my life, and I really appreciate it. I turned forty today. Yeah. And I'm birthday, hanging right? out here at the Clevelander Bar, and like it's it's like my uh, like entertainment mecca because of. Friggin' uh, Love It Hard show. I love that show and everything. And You're in Miami. You guys. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm South Beach. Um, and and I went out last night and I got, well, I, I was pissed because of the SmackDown at first. <laughs> like, you know, I, I got over it pretty quickly, but it's still, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing over and over again. It's like I I've I've seen Roots. I don't need to watch Roots again. Okay. Like this is fucking Roots. <laughs> you know, it, it's uh, pissing me off. It's like Vince, you're not smart enough to 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 redo Roots. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking pissed. Everything was great. Up until like the draping DDT on the on the second rope, and then that finish was flat. It, it was it was shitty, and yeah. then the Brian thing and Vince growling and shit. And the that's crowd popped for it though. That, that tells you how overcoated he is. They're like, yeah, no, I don't care. He won. Some would cheer like it was the most and, exciting climactic yeah. If I never see Vince McMahon oh. on screen again, I it would be great. But and then, oh. I'm, I'm getting pissed. Breathe, breathe, Chris. No, because I was I went out last night. I I actually I was having fun yesterday, and I I went home. I went to my room, got me a nap, and then I woke up at fucking eleven o'clock. I set my alarm for seven forty-five because I wanted to watch the uh, SmackDown live. Because I never get to watch the live. I set my alarm. I, I set my alarm and then I woke up at eleven o'clock, like an hour after SmackDown was over, and and I watched it. I watched it and I'm I, I was doing that whole Wait, thing on Sling. For you. I watched on Sling on the DVR, oh, the DVR and I fast forwarded through the commercials, but you you can click it seven times and then. But I was like keeping my head away because I don't like to get spoiled by the time on the. Yeah. Uh, Oh, there's only so many minutes left or whatever. I know it's, you know. So I, I was, like, looking away from the TV. Oh, right. as I and, and, then, and then I got to the end. Dude, I'm telling you. I was pissed. I was literally, viscerally ill watching the end of that show. Because the whole show was great. The whole show, right up until that DDT. It was great. 
And then, like, the DET was lame. Like, the finish to that Randy Orton segment was lame. And then Vincent Mann with his fucking stupid growly voice came out. And, and you know, they did the Roots thing. And I was, I'm literally, I was in Toledo at the time of the first gauntlet match. And that first gauntlet match was fucking magic. And, I mean, I thought we were going to have, like, a, you know, not a fairy tale or storybook ending, but I thought it would be better than what the fuck it was. I was pissed. I'm like, why are you doing this? Why are you complicating matters further? Why don't you just let wrestlers wrestle and talk and do shit instead of some real fucking authority figure? I'm, ugh. All right. So okay. So let's looking forward. So you had to deal. You know, we had to deal with what's on our plate. So looking forward, Craig, you understand, like we said a few minutes ago, that it's just a matter of how they get to to coach. Like it's still coaching yeah. be ever. Okay. So yeah, okay, no, So no, how, no, how no, do you think? Guys entered into the tournament. Five guys. It's going to be like a six-man match. Kofi. You're good, but you're not good enough to be in a one-on-one match at WrestleMania. So we're gonna have six fucking guys be in this match with you. And oh, you think that's what's gonna happen? Hell yeah! Look at all the fucking matches. Look, look. Wait, 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 wait. That would make Brian look like the wait, wait. But that would make Brian the biggest fucking goose ever if he did all that to screw Kofi just to put himself get himself in a six-pack match. No, I won't. Why would Ronnie do that? It's the same fucking thing. Well, well, yeah, but she said, she explained why she did that, and she came up with the good as she got. I'm a reason for Daniel to do it, too. But it's all bullshit. And it, and it just makes well. the whole fucking thing stupid. And that's why I ain't even going. I don't even think I'm even going to go to New York. I'm, I'm kind of pissed off about it. I would love to go to New York again. <laughs> Were you going to try to, like, get tickets there, or do you already have tickets? What's, what's happening? No, I, I was, I was going to go to I was gonna go to Legend and watch it there at the bar, because they have a oh. bar that plays Oh, you going to go to New York and, just a while. Wow. Yeah, I, I never, all those times I went to SummerSlam, I never went to SummerSlam. I went to the bar to watch it. Because they have a bar, and I like to listen to the commentary. Did you go to Takeover? Didn't you? I'm sorry? Didn't you go to Takeover? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll go to Takeover, and I go to all the events around the thing. Okay. But I won't do, like, the actual, like, I WrestleMania. Know. I didn't want to go to WrestleMania when I went to New Orleans. I was trying to watch it on Bourbon Street, but nobody fucking had it. And, and I'm sorry for cussing so much. I, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, no. I'm, I'm very... I'm really, I'm still pissed off about last. And I'm also, I've been drinking a little bit today. No, I didn't no. Know. I don't believe But I, I just want to say, I love you guys. I'm oh, pissed off about the fucking, about the, uh, because, I mean, we all know Kunta wins at the end. Kunta Kinte wins at the end. And Christ, Greg, it's the roots. I'm, I'm saying, it's fucking roots. It's bullshit. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to watch roots. I mean, we should all watch roots. 
but no, I, I don't want to watch it played out by Vincent Mann. Mm-hmm. Fucking All right, Chris. All right, let it out. We, we, yeah. Anything else? <laughs> I, thank you. Thank, thank you, guys, and thank you, uh, uh, Cam, for uh, South Congress. And Craig, uh, <laughs> happy birthday, Craig. We love you. Hey, love you guys. Thank you for being uh, such a part of my life. Right now, thanks for being I a part need, of our lives, Craig. Like, goes both ways. I need awesome. people. You know, I I have very few people that like really love me, and I can feel the love you guys have, and it means a lot to me. And I uh, thank you. All right, man. We'll talk to you. Yeah, have a good one. That was Craig in South Beach, Miami. Yeah, making Miami, Miami you know? get to it. Mm-hmm. I've been drinking. No, oh, ain't no way. <laughs> uh, yeah, drinking Craig is, or at least outside angry drinking Craig is different from. It's gonna be a problem. <laughs> Relax. Let's uh, let's keep things moving. Let's bring Mike on. Brooklyn, Mike, what's going on? What up, fellas? Fellas, what's going on? How y'all doing? Oh, there Mike. Hey, what's going on? I jumped in. I jumped in the wave late. I I, I do admit that. Oh, you But and I know you and I know y'all smoked. And I know y'all smoked that stupid-ass, silly-ass ending last night to smack Yeah, down. we got to it. I mean, yeah, we, we certainly didn't praise it. Let me start by asking the question I just uh, uh, asked Craig. How do you think they get to the match? Or do you think they do some kind of multi-man thing? Do you think it's still one-on-one Kofi Bryant? And if so, how do they... How did they get there? I mean, I I hope it's still one on one. Let Kofi get his fucking light. I mean, I I mean the way you I'm by looking at it, the way how it was booked last night, you would, one would 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 think that it would be some sort of stupid ass, you know, multi man match, unless in New Day get up there and cut a promo and go Brian into putting the title on the line against Kofi. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, some, I guess you know, a, degree a good like that. promo. I, I, I just think if it just makes, if they put, if they make, if they have Kofi or anybody, even if it's everybody and not Kofi against Brian or, or you know, in some kind of four or five or six way, it just, I think it just makes Brian look like he had, he, he's been used and duped by Vince. And I don't think that's what they would want to go for because that would make Brian not a not a heel. You you know, it, but not sympathetic. It just would be weird. And 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 yeah, Brian is a smarter character than to get used by Vince like that. So I yeah. don't think so. I, I, I'm still I'm still hopeful. There's a uh, there's a uh, you know, it'll just be a one-on-one match, and they'll, they'll yeah. just get to 
somehow. Because by the way this fucking, by the way this this marathon card looks, we already got about maybe four other multi-person matches. We don't need a, you know, two hours of multi-people matches, which I'm hearing the pay-per-view is going to be somewhere around the seven, eight-hour mark. It has 17 yeah. matches. Whoa. 17 matches. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't WrestleMania 4 have, like, 14 or 15 matches? But you had yeah, a bunch this of one. four minutes, four to eight minute matches that were kind of rapid fire that, you know, it was just getting through that tournament. Um, this, you're going to have 17 matches of 12 to 35 minutes. You know, like, what the fuck? Damn, 17 <laughs> matches. And what, the main show matches probably? Maybe twelve. Probably, probably Buddy Murphy on the pre-show. Oscar will probably be on the pre-show. Her mm-hmm. uh, match, um, and probably one of those um battle royals, whether it be right, the, um, yeah, the women's or the Andre the Giant thing. I'm just like, damn, seventeen matches. So that means that pay-per-view probably won't be over till about one. Of, one in the morning. Nah, it's going to start at like six. Five. Probably five. Nah, I think it's starting at five. Remember, always got the early. He goes to like 11. Yeah, because the pre-show oh, probably right, started right, around. Midnight. Yeah, the pre-show. Last year it ended around midnight. Oh, oh, you were talking about the pre-show when you said five. Oh, you, you probably... You, you, yeah. But I'm thinking that you're right. Main show started. Shit, pre-show might say no. started four. <laughs> yeah, maybe three or four because I'm thinking the pre-show four is probably six, about six two hours. God damn. Six to eleven thirty. <laughs> oh my god. That is a long fucking night. I'm glad I'm just doing takeover this year. It's a lot. It really is. That's a long fucking night. Like, that is a whole lot. Like, I, I'm good with takeover, and that's it. Like, I, I could watch it from home, or I could go to this uh, sports bar arcade called Tilts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To watch Takeover? No, to watch uh, Mania. I'm I, Mania. I'm going to Takeover. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, oh, okay, okay. I say I definitely wouldn't want to watch Takeover. Something that. Yeah, that's that. That was my main life. thing. I wanted. Awesome. I had to be at um Takeover. Takeover. Oh my God, that call for Takeover. That might be the best fucking um. Yeah, I'm really excited for tonight's NXT. Uh, yeah, and then cut a promo and uh, yeah, I might. Yeah. Um, yeah, just pay close attention to Triple H and Pete Dunn is going to be on there too. No spoilers. Yeah, spoiler free. Huh? Or takeover? Matter of fact. 
Yeah, no, the spoilers um, are fine. Everybody, I'm going to give you a spoiler for the next one. Just don't listen for the next 20 seconds. So, your uh, two favorites are competing at WrestleMania for or at, at takeover for the NXT UK title. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw the tweet. Yeah. Who are you, yeah. <laughs> you going to root for? The 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 ring that implodes. I don't fucking know. You begging for you begging for a Tyler Bate run in? <laughs> yeah, man. Can he cash in? Does he have money? Triple Bate, we need. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, man. You got to cash in the the, the pounds and the the pounds in the satchel or whatever. Got to do. It. But kudos, kudos to Ricochet though. What a big weekend they gonna have. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What a big weekend. Because they will be involved in that guaranteed, probably a raw multi-team, you know, match for the tag titles and the SmackDown multi-team match for the tag titles. You got the women's multi-team match for a tag title. Yeah. That, yeah, that, uh. I mean, I guess they figured because my whole thing before, remember, I was like, oh, the heels will win, and then the big WrestleMania thing will be Bailey and Sasha winning at WrestleMania. But they they wanted, they went with, again, the feeling and the prestige and all that kind of bullshit of Bailey and Sasha being first instead of, I think, going with the money and where the story is way more interesting. If you have, uh, even if you just had nine to meet them for the sake of the heel team, when and Bailey and Sasha chase them till WrestleMania, and that, that's way more interesting, and way more compelling. Again, one on one, two on two, fifteen. None of this. And then Beth Phoenix, like who 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 asked for Beth Phoenix? I don't know. Right, fellas. I don't know, fellas. If Sasha and Bailey don't retain, something tells me that they're going to give Beth and Natty that uh, quote-unquote feel-good WrestleMania that's moment. Natty, uh, you know, uh, thanks for thanks for she was the one that, that, that they would have on the Red carpet, not doing red carpet shit, looking glamorous and and do, no, doing the interviews. I remember that was a big deal in one like season one or two of Total Divas. It's like, yo, I'm the fucking workhorse around this bitch, but right. you know, I'm not. That's a gold watch know. moment. So they're going to do that. That's a go. Huh. Yeah, that's shit. I mean, yeah, it's fine. But... And then the travesty now, the match that I wish was on the fucking pre-show. Or that they put on the fucking pre-show. I hope they all swerving us, but it doesn't feel like it. And that's Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Well, I don't think they were swerving us. I think the, the, like even Corbin said, or, or, or Corey Graves said on the SmackDown last night, like, yeah, the backlash was huge. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be uh, leaning into it because it's one of those super obvious I know, things um, that people are really not liking. Yeah, like to me, what is that? To me, I mean, it makes perfect storyline sense. Uh, but, like, I don't understand how people can be upset about Kurt Angle's final opponent if they watched right before that or right after that, that Chad Gable match. 
like Oh no, nah, not at do, all. You know, man, he can't do like the things that you want him to do anymore. So why Absolutely put him not. somebody yeah, why put him there against somebody who's gonna try to kill himself against to to outperform them? Uh, because that's his mentality, like give him <laughs> Yeah. Give him a softball. Get him out of there. Let him get, you know, revenge on the person who's been disrespecting him and be done with it. Like storyline wise, right. it makes like all of the sense. Yeah. Yeah, perfect sense. Storyline wise. Aaron Corbin. And it's a lot of it's uh, unfounded and irrational, but a lot of it's there. Like, I get it. Yeah. Like, but I was thinking more along the lines. There's no better. Like, yes. he's, he's done. He's watched. <laughs> like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, he is. It's over. He washed up. Chad, Chad Gable is officially the new Kurt Angle. And only if they will run with it. Did we go on that far? Yeah. He's, I mean, as far as being comparable, I'll agree. I think he, I think he's that good in the ring. I don't know if, like, two inches in height is a big difference. Because when it was time to, when it was time to stand up, Next to Stone Cold and Triple H and The Rock, Kurt Angle wasn't as tall, but he didn't look out of place. Chad Gable does with how they present things, and maybe you know yeah. by the time it's so that Gable time, there's more Garcanos and Champas and Ricochets around. Um, right. But yeah, but he's, he's well, I, I, I think he's really gay. To me, I thought they was going to throw Kurt. I thought they was going to throw Kurt a Gargano bone. So, therefore, you know, you got somebody there that could, because we know Kurt ain't the guy he used to be. So, you got somebody yeah. that could create the motion for him and make him, you know, and at least make but him that's look, a, that, you know. But you don't want to waste him on the way out, too. No, but he's saying, yeah, he can't. Kirk can't keep up with Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Or Gargano's going to have to, like, slow way down and, like, do himself a disservice. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I really think, like, I'm, I'm trying to give WWE a little credit. I think they put him out there against Gable to kind of show people that, like, look, <laughs> this is what he has. This is what he was before. Like, Did you? this is it. This is as good as it's going to get. So maybe they could have waited right. to do that, but I think I think putting a bow tie on the whole thing with Corbin. I mean, and just Corbin, even though I like the guy, like he's admittedly formulaic. You know, his right. offensive moves look great, but he's not going hold for hold with you. He's not selling like crazy for you. So it's going to be a nice six minute match. Carnegie <laughs> gets the win on the way out, and everybody cheers him, and it's great. Right. And as far as Cena, I say. um, to me, I will see them two in Drotter. So, therefore, you got to start. Kurt to Andrade, as in Andrade beats Kurt at WrestleMania in his last match? Yeah. No, I said Cena. I would, I would oh, see Cena to Andrade. Okay. Yeah, I would have Cena um, lose to Andrade at Mania. So, therefore, yeah. You got a guy you can start building and getting behind after Mania. You don't hear me. You got a new main eventer. Andrade yeah, is ready to be one of the main eventers. Man. Like, Yo. 
Yo. Can hear you, Travis? Because I had the thing on mute. Because I kept, I got some complaints last week about, were, were you doing the dishes? And I was like, what? yeah, I came over here to like do some shit, but I, I, I know how to beat myself. I'm not going to be having running water. And I was like, I wonder why. You know, I was like, I must have didn't accidentally, or I must have didn't mute myself when I thought I did. So I saw it right now while I was like, hmm, thinking about it. Let me just try to interrupt and see if I can get in while it's muted. Yeah, I don't know. When it's in my laptop, this headset. The mute doesn't. It's muted now, so you're not supposed to be able to hear me. So, all right, I'm glad I say some foul shit. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I just need to do that little test. Sorry, everybody. So. Yeah. Um. And um. We're, we're, we're... Yeah, I think um, it'll be this week or next week that Joe um, puts the cocaine and clutch on Dominic. <laughs> Mike, 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 that question I've ever heard on any show I've ever been on. Well, we'll ever. see how big Dominic is. Once he's in that hole, we're like, oh, shit. Like comparing him to Joe. I mean, I, I know what Dominic looks like, but the thing is, like, Somebody posted like a side by side, like one of your old, and then they showed Dominic from the Eddie feed. And mm. then <laughs> so I saw pictures of Dominic. Mike, don't ever ask that again. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you can see it so coming funny. a mile away. Joe was, no, was right. even getting slapped or put in the, in, the, in the cocaine clutch, one or the other. <laughs> Dominic, that's so funny. Oh, bless his heart. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dominic! Dominic just finds himself in the middle of so much wrestling turmoil. He ain't never done nothing to nobody. <laughs> oh. I just don't understand why wrestling kids, that especially if they're like Ray, like Ray's family is doing fine. I have to assume. I can only assume, like just financially. Like, why would like Dominic <laughs> pay and? Uh, being injured and in and out of surgeries and, and this, that, and the other. You, you want that? That's the life you want? He's like, he like, I want your life. <laughs> and so I just don't get that with, with, with wrestling. Because, like, you ask football players, I think kids, most of them, not most of them, a lot of them, certainly a lot that more than, you know, a decade or two ago. You know, you ask them, yeah. you're kid, you know, let your son play football. They're like, fuck no. I do this so he would never have to do something so fucking reckless. <laughs> I mean, as soon as I out, like the, the odds and all that stuff, like you know, most likely he's just gonna be some, you know. I mean, as soon as I saw the promo, as soon as I saw the promo, I said, "Oh yeah, he's going to sleep. He's getting choked out. <laughs> he's getting choked out. Joe's gonna choke him out." So yeah. I mean, in a nutshell, it's, it's, it's like, and I love what they did with with, with uh, Ronda and Travis Brown. I mean, it's like they got to do something with him now. They got to do something with him. But I heard he's been does training he for about like a year. Um, I don't really remember. I mean, he's been training for probably about a year now at the performance. Oh, training for a year. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. Clearly, they got he's a trainer. Football. He's been around him. He's been training. I mean, shit, his UFC career is dwindling. Last couple fights, 
I saw him and he wasn't doing, he wasn't so hot. So, oh, yeah. And um, I don't know if you guys know or not, the anticipation is building for that um, Double or Nothing show. The Young Bucks won, yeah, they won the Triple A tag title, so. What's this with know, the trademark, the WCW uh, stuff that they're trying to get? Anybody know, uh, anybody read more about that? I just saw a headline. Oh, about the um, the horsemen and things like that? Well, like that well, the beat. Oh, wow. Well, I don't think they're going to get that. Don't, doesn't uh, WWE own that trademark? I mean, they, I guess. So, right, that's the story. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I'm applying for the Bash and the Beast especially uh, since it's literally on WWE 2K19. So, right. uh, See, I was going to make the argument that WWE doesn't use it, so they, they, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. uh, ordinances or patent office or whatever, they might say, well, hey, you're not using it. Like I read about Captain Marvel. Like Marvel, because of the lawsuit with DC, had to keep putting out Captain Marvel books. (laughs) <laughs> yep. So he keeps the name. It's ridiculous. Exactly. So um, I thought maybe it would be something like that, but no, you're right. right. WWE got a network and video games that it's all that that stuff's on, so they can say, hey, no, we we use it. That's and speaking of which, and speaking of which, fellas, something that I did not know pertaining to Captain Marvel until I looked at a YouTube. Um, you know, they had like a little mini doc on there. The first yeah. Captain Marvel from the Mar- um on the Marvel side of things was a was a black lady was a black yeah. female. So the video I watched today was basically the disrespect Monica Rambeau has had over her her right you know creation. That's the one, trash. That's oh, the one. And it is at the end. It's about, about like age. sixteen was, minutes. Like yeah. Doing the video, and he was like, "Look at how look at her now." Like she and the ultimate. He he really didn't touch the ultimates series because a lot of his argument goes away with the visuals but he was like look at her because the picture he showed was her looking kind of like holly berry he, he showed a picture of her from 83 he's like that's clearly a black woman and he showed the picture right. from this run where she's like you know looks kind of like holly berry these like european you know uh, features facial features phenotype and he was like that's not even so and yeah yeah it was a wow that's cool like we watched the same thing i just saw it on my youtube suggestions it was like Hey, I thought for Monica Rainbow, let's uh, see if this is about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's what I was Did you hear when he said, was that the same video? Uh, the lawsuit that he put out, putting out uh, Captain Marvel books so DC wouldn't. Absolutely. Yes, it was. Yep. That was the same one. It ran for about 20 something minutes. The original. The original Captain, uh, Marvel. Captain Marvel, yeah. But he got sued because he was so close to Superman, so they sued him, and the character didn't come back till about the seventies, I believe. And now here we are, you know, standing on the verge of the movie, of the actual yeah. movie. Yeah, I, I'm hoping, uh, and I guess we can get this for it. It's been two weeks, um, more than that, maybe. But I'm hoping that. The kid that Monica does something that I, I know it would be a lot to to have her be a a, a, a vital part in Thanos' uh, you know demise, but because of her power, I'm thinking of her power. She's pure energy, a spectrum at least. So I don't know, you know, um, that, that I'm, I'm sure they could work her into some kind of. Thing. 
Right. Bringing him down. And whatever, she's what, 23, 25, and I guess, since in 2019. No, maybe even older than that. That was 95. She's probably about 8 or 10. So, that was girl. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping my because I don't know every, all the Ultimates characters like really like hold such a special place in my heart. Like two of my favorite heroes, period, are from that team: Carol Danvers and America Chavez, and right. and then Blue Marvel. Like, I don't even want front on him. He's a fucking goddamn genius and so powerful. Um, I yeah, anytime they get get the opportunity to get some shot, I, I, I'm all about it. Bring Blue Marvel in. I hope he's a part of Phase. Uh, yeah, state. and I also and I also saw something on um I don't know if it was um maybe a couple years ago there was like a new version of a Conan comic book that came out and they used like artwork on um Arnold Schwarzenegger and it was supposed to have been like as close to the third Conan like him as King Conan and Arnold said he wanted to do it. What, like a movie or? Yeah, a, a new movie. Wow. The old man Conan. That's, yeah, everybody gets a I think, but I think, but I think it'll be <laughs> him grooming, I think it's him grooming his son or daughter or some shit to that effect. Okay. Like to something, something to that, you know, in that schism of things. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much that's all I got this week, fellas. Like I said, I'm looking forward to takeover. You know, I give y'all, you know, detail by detail there. Hopefully I can get to take some, you know, do some Snapchatting with it and record some of it yeah. through my phone type shit. Yeah. You know, seeing up with this all-in thing. And also, I'm going to take a chance because I pretty – the car seems pretty okay. The um, CNA United thing, I think I might order that too and take a look at that. Right. I, I mean, you know what? I, I can't even give you the, the side eye the comment because it might actually, because I've actually been hearing pretty okay things about it. And George Grace. Yeah, but the, but, the, but the problem is nobody fucking sees it because they're on a channel that doesn't fucking exist and, and almost. No one's home. <laughs> Wait, I thought they were on Twitch. I mean, yeah, you can get it on Twitch, but you know. But they're on a regular channel. What's the channel? Um, some hunting outdoors channel or some type of shit like that. Tennis channel, something. <laughs> something to that. Outdoor, outdoor <laughs> something to channel. that effect. No. Yeah, some you know, shit. You're on badminton extreme. Some shit. I'm silly ass channel. <laughs> all right, fellas, that's all I got this week. Good talk to you, Mike. All right, fellas. So I'm a, I assume. Wait, what's your time like first before I ask uh, get to another thing? Okay. I'm assuming what now? No, no, I was about to get into it, ask you something, but then uh, I want to ask about your time. What's your? Yeah, it's a, it's about my time. I got a couple minutes. Okay, uh, so uh, your your thoughts uh, on on Captain Marvel? I assume that's what I was going to say. I assume you've seen it, but yeah, um, I thought it was good. You know, super into space sci-fi stuff. Um, I thought that the way that they told the story was different than an origin normally. So it was it was cool. I thought that she had real genuine relationships with people, uh, which is something you don't see all the time. I thought it was good, and I loved the flip of 
the scrolls and the creed being you know different than they are in, in the comics. So yeah, I like it. I, that, it was it was it was late in the movie where I would let my guard down <laughs> with the with that main creed guy, and it was when they kind of started with the humor, like when he captured him and he kind of gave him the shrug, like well you had. Oh, 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 when when he revealed that it wasn't the mom, it wasn't uh, 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 Maria Rambo hanging out with Monica, but a Krill. Or, or yeah, uh, 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 yeah, Krill. Scroll, sorry. And uh, I've been watching Horrible. And he just gives him the shrug like, hey, you know, fuck, so she cheese. That's what we do. <laughs> She's not hurt. Like, come on. And I kind of was like, yeah.
Let's see, does this mute work? Okay, so I found out that my mute button doesn't work. Like, so let me let me make sure I'm gonna do this again. Hey, yeah. When you hit mute, you all of a sudden got uh, jacked up, like you started distorting. Oh, so yeah, I wonder what that's about. So let me see if I hit it on the actual thing. Test in one, two, three. How now, Ron Cow? The anarchist had oddly shaped feet. So you didn't hear any of that. You didn't hear me saying rich, 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 rich. Nope. Okay, so at least the mute on that works, but not on the headset, like the physical, like the mute button. Like when it's on the PlayStation, it's fine. I can mute myself, but apparently in my laptop, it doesn't work. And I'm very thankful that I didn't say like really bad things. Yeah, you didn't open up with like some slurs or something. <laughs> not this time. So got lucky. I'm trying to figure out what well, yeah, you had to so do. What's, what's, uh, yeah, so yeah, what's I was listening to y'all yeah, talk yeah. with Mike, and I wanted to put at one point of clarification. The people who have been going crazy with that stuff are committing, like, comic hotepery with, like, Monica Rambeau because she what, – what they're missing in it is Marvel was the first Captain Marvel. It should have gone to Carol, but after Chris Claremont left the Avengers, the writers that took over were misogynistic men who had Carol get raped and give birth to the son slash actual dude that raped her and then leave with that okay. man and just disappear. Like, you can look kid? up the storyline. Hmm? What happened to that kid? It became the adult man that raped. It was like that a weird paradox where, like, the dude who oh did it. Oh, my became God. Ew. And all of the Avengers are just like, bye, Carol. Have a great time. Bye. And so when Cliff Cameron went to the X-Men, the first thing he did during the time Monica was Captain Marvel, they needed it for copyright purposes, but he essentially made her a mutant. So that's why she got tied in with Rogue. That's why she was an X-Men. She helped lead a team for a time. And then that's why I wanted you to read uh, House of M because during House of M, she went and saw the universe with no more mutants. And she saw what, you know, everyone saw her as the most popular Superhero in the entire world is Captain right. Marvel. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I read that. It's like two years ago. But I did read it. Oh. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought you hadn't. You said you hadn't when I texted you. But yeah. So I'm Monica Rambo was Captain Marvel. Maybe I watched the damn overview of it and didn't. Oh, it was probably it. that dude, the university, the one you you would you listen know, to. Who probably comic like historian down. or yeah, Marvel or comics explained. That's who I go to. Yeah. My long in depth story art. Yeah, so he pro- or she probably broke it down. But then, yeah, so with Monica Rambeau, she was a New Orleans cop, which I anticipate when she grows up becoming Lieutenant Trouble in that regard. And then they gave her the title of Captain Marvel, but they never gave her an individual title of Captain Marvel. But she was also the first black woman to lead the Avengers. So it was something where, sure, she was the second Captain Marvel, but it wasn't like the clear-cut thing a lot of these think pieces and YouTube videos have been kind of portraying it to be. Okay. But yeah, so I was listening to but that. Was was, no, no, no. Uh oh, you're breaking up. You know. Oh, I don't know. I why. only heard like every fifth word just now. You broke up a little bit. Oh, um, but I was saying, but there's a clear difference between the the, the Monica Rambo of '83 and the Monica Rambo of say 2003 or even 2013, like before the Ultimates. Uh, right. 
Well, even if you look at Rambo when she was in the Avengers, when she had a couple of the stories there, or even the next wave agents of hate where it was a little silly, a little crazy, but it tied into what happened with the Ultimates because you remember in the second season of the Ultimates, the second, yeah, the second, they called the second season like, of the Ultimates. Uh, Ultimate yeah. Square or something called it. Yeah. That one? She talked about the fact when she was dating Blue Marvel. Yeah, that's the one. She doesn't feel human anymore when in reality she isn't. Her I, her construct, what makes you see Monica Rambeau, is her concentrating to make that body. When now she is just full of those energies. Yeah. Right. That is a story I, I need to see like played out. End game goes. I just don't think there's enough time to get I'd love to see her be the catalyst to be one of, you know, the, to bring Thanos down, do some, you know, pure energy thing, get inside his brain. I don't know. Get inside the gauntlet. I don't know. Something. Well, I mean. I just don't know if introducing her as an eight or ten-year-old and then the next movie she's like a really vital part of saving the day. Might you just, you know. Because my whole point of, no, Adam Warlock's not going to be a guy that comes in and kills Thanos because all they did was allude to him in a damn end, end scene credit, you know, whatever. Right. You can't then have well, that they've essentially made it <laughs> show up and save everything. They've essentially made it like two things, though, because um, you have Captain Marvel. You Sure, you have the power, but he still has the gauntlet. Like, for all as powerful as Carol is, he still has all of them where she has the space to rely on. But that's not going to help her as much. Second, from what they were showing with the outfits from the quantum that they wore for, like, the quantum realm type stuff that um, Janet was wearing, it looks like they're breaking up into two teams, like one to fight Thanos and one to either go into the quantum realm. And, you know, people were talking about the pictures they found years ago of them, like, or yeah, two years ago of them, like, doing key scenes from the original Avengers movies, but different people were there. So instead of it being like the key five, it's like Ant-Man's there. And so, so like them going through time using the quantum realm to kind of figure mm. out, like to me, I think and this is something that's up your alley because I know you love time travel like I do. If they can figure out a way to destroy one of the gems before he got to it, that would be the best play. But you can't, you got to be careful with which one you destroy because if you destroy the mind gem, you kill. You never get Vision. If you go back too far and destroy yeah. the space gem, you never get Carol. Mm. If you destroy <laughs> the uh, power gem, depending on when you destroy it, the Guardians never use it, and that means they never f- figure out that Quill is half, <clears throat> half alien and not wholly human. Hmm. Well, let's hope... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I have to have so many different things. And then now you add, as of midnight, they finally have almost all of the pieces back. And what do you mean by that? I'm very happy about that. What do you, what's that? By midnight, uh, they have the pieces? Yeah, as oh, of midnight, they acquired oh, the sale is going down. Yep, yep, yep. No, no, it's done. They they own it's them. Done, but it yeah, went down I mean, midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, it it finalized midnight last night. So they they own them now. So you have you know full usage, and if you're making the Eternals movie in 2021 or 2020, 
that's the group of people that did the experiments that led to the creation of the mutants. So you already have that out. Hmm. And, you know, I'm looking forward to how they, you know, bring in the mutants and some of those people because, you know, I would love to see the story of Rogue told. That's my favorite with Carol. Because, you know, if you read that that X-Men run, Claremont was able to bring the Avengers in to be like, hey, Carol, you're an Avenger. Why are you here with the X-Men? And then he's he basically wrote Carol's panel as if he's yelling at the guys who took over his job. It's like when I left with the dude who was my abuser and who had me obviously under some sort of violent control, all of you just let that happen. I do not consider myself a teammate of interview. And that actually led to the drinking problems. Yeah, I, I find it, I find it interesting that uh, you mm-hmm. knowing, all of the history with Carol Danvers and trauma she's been Oh, yeah, through, I know all of it. Stuff. And so with her drinking issues and the reason she sided with Tony during Secret War because she was, she was his uh, – or uh, the first Civil War because she was his uh, – uh, he was her sponsor. That's what makes Civil War II that much more terrible because she had a horrible, horrible thought of going against her, going against Tony, who was right. No, who was wrong. She was right. No, no, she was totally wrong because Steve used her to get control of the world. So that would definitely be wrong. He's a lot of people. Let's not hang this on one. Yeah. Steve definitely hang this on a lot of people. Her. Listen, listen. If you're going to be petty, I get it. I get it. It's that time of night. But Steve totally used her to. Yes, I mean, it's not about disputing that. That's obvious. And, yeah, he and then she the used, entire and then I, hero community and a lot of the, the big time, you know, important folks, decision yeah. makers. And then we got a panel of her using Rhodey as a human shield when Thanos blew up. Oh, yeah, now, see, now you got it. You got to throw in your blatant, obvious, you got to do your Trump this thing. Is fair, you, this is fair. This is fan news. <laughs> fair and battle. <laughs> you can just go over see that battle and see that uh, Rhodey, yes, went out like a hero, but it had nothing to do with Carol. I, I just want to say fast twitch muscle fiber could not save him from. Oh my god! All right. Um, wish this cat would shut up. See, you keep messing around, and Kevin's gonna take that eye. Would you shut your flirting ass up? Yeah. All right. Let's uh, see who else we got. What's your time like? I didn't ask. Um, let me check with my boss. Hold on one second. Summer, when do we have to be in there? Nine. Yeah, it's nine. I got till nine. Oh, okay. So we got a little bit. So we're good. All right. Let's, uh, well, (laughs) uh, what are you laughing at? Oh, my boss just told me she's got to do some programming. So. You know, I'm getting this in while we do that. And yeah. Yeah, I don't think, depending on with the other stuff, it's going to be rough. So let's get some calls. Let's talk about that David Starr promo because that promo was a lot. It was. I see so Bruce is jumping you, on her coattails. You, you, I got to so Yeah, no, no. But I'm saying that uh, that promo is right up your alley. Or I should say you know who these characters are. I know who Jay Lethal is. But yeah, yeah set it up and uh, – yeah, because you're okay, going to so be explaining it if to you me. Get a chance, I have no idea. Yeah, 
Okay, so he took the video down because he claimed Sinclair made him do it. But you, you, I'm, uh, you know, I've given up. Travis, you know, as y'all know, Travis and I have been doing this for a couple of years now with me VIP and then popping in when I can't. Travis is a good friend of mine, even outside of this. I know certain things about Travis Bryant. For one, I can't send him independent wrestlers because he most likely won't watch. However, I think I will send you how he introduces himself while we're talking here. And then while you watch that, I will explain to the listeners uh, who he is. Uh, David Starr is a wrestler that is a Jewish. He is um, wrestled around the world. He's basically a solid technical type guy, but his promos are pretty good, and he's the type of person uh, that uh, is a bit of a provocateur in terms of how he talks to people and um, what he says on Twitter. So he says a lot of things, and sometimes he gets mad and, like, will, you know, rage tweet and get rid of it and, you know, all that fun stuff. And sometimes he will, uh, you know, he will definitely kind of push buttons. And I will, I'll send it to you inside the group. Um, and so David Starr is wrestling Jay Lethal, who was going under his – uh, Black Machismo character for the Ring of Honor title should he retain it at the um, MSG show in Israel. And David Starr uh, put out this promo on Twitter, which he has since taken down, as I mentioned, where he talked about the fact that Sinclair Broadcasting, a right-wing media conglomerate that seeks to oppress and suppress and give misinformation, runs this company. And the fact that they would transition from a black man to a Jewish man in their championship lineage is something they don't want, especially a Jewish man that is liberal. Uh, he calls himself the Bernie Sanders of pro wrestling. I just put up the uh, the tweet I put in our group me, which you can share or I'll share later, uh, mm-hmm. has his introduction, which he uses every time. He has certain things like he's really good at Twitter. Like he has this long introduction that everyone has to get right. And at some point he says he's the embodiment of man. He is the perfect man. He is the Bernie Sanders of pro wrestling. And he is mouthing this as the announcer does it every time because it's his gimmick, it's his shtick. And so Star is saying that not only is it uh, hilarious to him that he's in this match, but it's insulting to him as a wrestler that Jay Lethal would wrestle him as black machismo instead of wrestling him man-to-man, instead of making it about characters. He he wants to make it about a match. And then he follows up by saying, not only is it, you know, you think it's an easy thing for me to do this because you're going to have the match in Israel. Well, I, and this is how I interpret it, but some people I've talked to interpreted it with him giving a critique of the United States, but I took the ending part of his uh, promo as him saying that there are human rights issues in Israel that need to be addressed. So don't think sure. this is an easy way to hide that either. Right. No, he was, that was a definite overt uh, uh, shot. I don't know if it's a shot. If you're just, just am I taking a shot at you? If I'm like, Hey Rich, you're, you're five ten, <laughs> Or I, I, I think. Dang. You're so, are, are you? I'm not being trying to hit me with the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, that's not insulting. Even if I'm trying to use it as an insult, like, is. Um, so yeah, so stating, I just thought he uh, was being overt with the Israel thing, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it was kind of an imperial, anti-imperialist, imperial uh, uh, message and, and promo, and that goes for Israel and all Israel and all the com- countries and governments that prop 
uh, prop Israel up. And I mean that like literally like with, with, with money and, and weaponry right. or, or, you know, that kind of thing. I don't mean, yeah, all political and financial, just prop up. Um, so I, I just was like, holy crap, like, what is this? What am I watching? I didn't know Jay Lethal went back to Black Machismo. Was it just for this match all of a sudden? Well, he does it randomly. Like, he did it for All In, where the gimmick of that title mm-hmm. match was uh, he had Lanny Poffo in the corner, and every time someone hit him in the head, he would transition from Jay Lethal to uh, Black Machismo without knowing it. So I don't know why they decided okay. to make him Black Machismo for this title match. It makes no sense. Well, in the story if he didn't get, honor. it's like that episode of uh, Family Guy where uh, Peter Han- had amnesia, and then by the end of the episode, somebody hit him in the head like five times, and he came back to regular Peter, or however the math works. And he's explaining. He's like, "Yeah, I'm just glad they had an an off." An, an odd number of items because they hit him with like a, a bat and then they picked up a chair and then a thing and then another thing. Like, yeah, I'm just glad they had an odd number of uh, items. <laughs> they got mm-hmm. stuck at being Peter that remembers everything. So, yeah, maybe he just, uh, <laughs> he got, you know, the, the last time he was hitting the head, got him to Jay, uh, Black Machismo and he just, you know, punch him in the face. He's in the ring. So, no, that, uh, this guy seems pretty cool. I mean, I, don't, I hadn't seen him wrestle. But, oh, then at the end of the promo, I didn't, know, I, had, I didn't know who he is, what his name was. He's like, I'm going to Israel to wrestle and win this championship as a proud liberal Jewish man named David Starr. I was like, hey, David Starr? Holy fuck. I just, you know, I had never seen that guy. That, that was my first introduction to that guy. And I was impressed. Like thoroughly. Again, I, I mean, and that's the thing. He's got the total package. He's one of those dudes where, like I said, the biggest issue for him is he's had issues with getting people, like like not being on everyone's bad side. Because I would file him. His personality is very much similar, like you just said earlier. I think that was a perfect descriptor of a David Star answer. I just threw a match in YouTube. You'd appreciate. Uh, he he may seem to be antagonizing at times, but it's because he's brutally honest. And so sometimes that can become less than fun for people who are not able to take that. Sure. Well, I can already see people thinking, because his name is David Starr, he's got uh, Star Star David and iconography stylized excuse me, on his ring jacket. And yep. it would go, they would just in, instantly think, oh, just, you know, your, your, your mainstream idea of what, like, oh, he's going to be for settlements and tearing fucking Palestinian date trees out the ground and just all the imperialistic fuck shit that they do. And it's like, nope, it's the total opposite. It's the, 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 what the media doesn't want you to see, like all the all the Jewish people that came out and was like, like talking talking about APEC or lobbying or money in right. you know the Jewish lobby isn't anti-Semitic, and saying that it is discounts and downplays real anti anti-Semitism. So it's like anything, like you can't uh, water that. You can't if everything's this, then nothing's that. 
Oh shit, Triple H is starting right. the show. We'll be holding up the title, the NXT title. Oh. Yeah, and he um you will also appreciate no. I I figured I'd save that for last. He's from Philly. Oh cool. That's awesome. Yeah. He wrestled at oh, he wrestled yeah. at Abington High School. Oh, so he's from Abington. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know, I know. I know. Yeah, I mean like anything, you know, it's, it's, it's real. I, I would, I would ride my bike from West Oak Lane to Abington, and we would go to this park called Avilthorpe. We would, at night, we would throw our bikes over the gate, and we would ride the trail at, you know, ten, eleven, midnight. And one night, Lakers these goddamn self champion. Oh shit! These damn geese chased us <laughs> out of Avilthorpe. It was, it was frightening. So, all right. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to learning more about this David Starr guy. How long has he been wrestling? Uh, he's been wrestling for about at least 10 years. Oh. Because I saw him more when I was watching stuff from, like, Progress, Europe, WXW. I hadn't seen him wrestle in the United States a lot. But then all of a sudden he started, like, just blew up. Wow. Wow. I gotta play, pay close, closer attention. <clears throat> All right, let's. Uh... Well, shit, y'all. We should go to a call, but ain't no. Ain't where the real even at? <laughs> he was there. <laughs> yeah, some slim pickings uh, today. So. Well, I'm talking um, to him. I'm talking to him and DMs, just kind of because he's honest. I mean, I'm sure you guys talked about it, but. Like, I have no, like, I'm usually the type of person, if I miss something, I want to catch up because I want to be a completionist if you want to ask me a question about it during the show or something. But I didn't watch SmackDown. After Shahid told me, like, gave me play-by-play while I was working yesterday, what happened? I was like, screw this. I'm not wasting my time watching this. Yeah, I mean, I get that. (laughs) <laughs> because it's like one of those yeah. things like if I want to hear about how like as a black person I have it's to crazy. deal with this more crap than the person you see as the lowest person on the totem pole because that's what they saw Daniel Bryan as like the champion they were least willing to give him the title and they're like no yeah. you got to go do more stuff than this guy and you yeah. still might not get it and you know Darrell was, made the good point and I don't want to make the point for him but he was mentioned like even if he wins the title You've still seen this journey as like, well, uh, I guess we'll give it to you, and that's that's just like that's <clears> deflating, <throat> man. But the only thing that brought my day up when it came to that involving wrestling, I saw a nice tweet from Mike Sempervivi because I guess during Wrestling Observer Live, people were asking for different voices other than white dudes and how they feel about this stuff, and he put out a list of black wrestling uh, people like ourselves who were interested in talking about it and not, you know just going to give you the cut and dry. Well, it would be a great story if the New Day turned on each other. And... No, it wouldn't. Uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a, uh, a nice shot. I didn't know what prompted, what prompted it. So that... Yeah, it was funny because the last couple of days, like the first half hour of their show, I haven't listened to it all yet, but he, he put it in the notes. The first half hour of the show was just people calling up and saying, I'm tired of black wrestlers getting treated like this. What, what, is, what is the point? Like, why am I watching this? I don't want to watch anymore. 
And usually the Observer Radio, like, you'll get, like, one call that's mad about something with WWE, then they'll jump to women's wrestling, New Japan. Like, it was just a straight deluge of people, like, I'm fed up. Um, yeah, I, I get the sentiment. I just don't – I just don't know if this is – like, in <clears throat> overall, like, in general, like, sure. But, like, Kofi got hot in there – you know, he's getting a ton of TV time. He's getting, you know, if you add up the minutes he's been on TV the last damn four, six weeks, it's it's been, you know, uh, ridiculous. They're obviously telling a story to get him to a place and probably to try him. It's just how they get there that's potentially frustrating in this instant. Uh, so, but I just... Uh, I, uh, how am I trying to say this? I just wish a, a and it didn't take a TV instance, because because what you're sick of is black wrestlers not even being recruited, or it's like it starts at the, you know, it starts not just uh, on the main roster. It starts on way many steps before that. And the one, then the few that that get through, it's like, well, a lot of them have to then be saddled with, well, you're black. That's already a gimmick in and of yeah. itself. Oh yeah, too so, many gimmicks. The old, uh, the old Michael you know, Hayes thing. Yeah, you already that's too many gimmicks, brother. You're already black. You're already Mexican. You're already Puerto Rican. You're already whatever non-white American. And I always point this out that it's not just a a white thing. It's a an American white thing. Because if you're European, right. you're fucking European. God Look damn. at Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch was a <laughs> month away from getting fired. Oh, really? And they had her doing the Lunky Charms gimmick for a solid. Oh, life. at NXT. Yeah, totally. Right. Finley with a damn leprechaun. Sheamus with a, you know, Celtic cross. Not that that's so over, but still. Well, that stuff was his own religion. Like him, like getting into his faith after he got injured, but they never went into that. The only reason I knew about that is because before they went locked down on media, he did an interview when he was in NXT talking about why he has the Celtic cross, the tattoos, the iconography. But then remember when he got to the main roster and he was a face, they started, well, me old Uncle Seamus told me the time that it's like, okay, why is this dude telling me about Uncle Seamus and the shillelagh and like, why are you guys doing this? This is you're doing too much. Oh right, story time with Seamus was the fucking worst. Oh my god, it was like six months with that bullshit. It was such maybe not that maybe it felt like that, but it was such a terrible stretch of yeah. Yeah, man. So I was just like, mm. uh oh, look at Moro the. Bipolar rock and roller. Oh my god. Oh boy. Well, that's his nickname for himself. I didn't say it wasn't. That's actually the name of his documentary, which is also awesome. Like, he's a oh. dude where, like, he owns his issues and, like, just gets hang, it out hang there. On. Hang, hang a lantern on your weaknesses. Yep. Do it. That's why you, that I do that, and that's why you. That's why you don't see any lanterns around. Yeah, exactly that, and uh, you know, try to eel it up and be like, "Oh, hey, how's that cough doing? Hope you don't have the black lung." By the <laughs> yeah. way, does Trey know how to read yet? Like, can he can he write off like a 
do not resuscitate for you real quick. <laughs> oh, shit, Conan, he's back. Oh, you're ahead of me by a couple of seconds. Okay. Uh-oh. Who's this again again? What's her name? It's Kathy Kelly. Kathy Kelly, that's right. Kathy Kelly. Yeah. Looking like a ray of sunshine. <laughs> and did y'all talk about The Rock being fed up with people's BS now? No, we didn't talk about it, but I did retweet it on East Coast Cast Twitter. <clears throat> and it was like, thank you. Say it louder for the fucking dickheads in the back. <laughs> this idea that Rock... <laughs> Uh, 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 only celebrates his Samoan heritage. Like, well, what does that even mean? Like, because he, right? Because uh, uh, you see him with a big Samoan family, and you don't see him with his dad's side of the family. Like, well, that how many families are like that? And right. all kinds. It doesn't matter what you know, cult by culture and all that stuff. But that's just a thing that happens. I don't know my biological. Inside family, I only really know my sisters, and that's it. <laughs> I don't know the people. Right. Um. But yeah, so he was just like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how. I don't understand what people. How do you celebrate like black culture? I mean, besides making a documentary, it's putting your own money to to to, to and, point and the unfair prison fucking, culture that brings down people on fucking American and Western. Society, like what else can you do? Uh, well, what about doing a TV show on HBO that is written by ex-football players and giving them right. a voice instead of guys that are really them coming up with ideas about their lives? Plantation bullshit, uh, a run for their money. Also, the best song of 2019 so far is NCAA by Two Chainz. Like, Two Chainz, go, go listen to that song. It's phenomenal. Only part I didn't understand was. When he said, Johnny Manziel had the highest selling jersey. Da, 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 da. Drake made a song about him. This guy made a song about him. Now he ain't even working. And I was just like, because oh, Johnny Manziel's a fuck up in life. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's not the example yeah. you ought to use. James? But whatever. <laughs> like, he got some raw deal. Like, don't, like, do go free. Free, free, free Johnny football. Free yeah. Johnny football. Uh oh, I like that. I like that image they got for uh, Becky Lynch in Charlotte against uh, 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 Crazy and her husband. <laughs> what do you think of Becky and her head, head and shoulders in a spot? I haven't seen it. This week okay. has been crazy. I got I a weekend program, so I hope it's running. Wow, who is I know Trey saw it because hold on, hold on, he hold on, mentioned hold on, hold on, hold on. like. Oh shit! You should see me in a crowd. Billy Eilish, Elias. Yeah, that's your Yeah, 
Um, yeah, so anyway, what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, the NCAA song, and we were talking about Head and Shoulders. Yeah. Right, right, right. And uh, I mentioned Trey saw it because mm-hmm. Trey mentioned it because he's like, oh, they have Head and Shoulders like you. I was like, who has Head and Shoulders? Because I was, I was working, so I wasn't paying attention. And he's like, oh, they had Becky Lynch. I was like, oh, crap. Thanks, Trey. I was like, you're doing my job for me, bro. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I hope that's running like as a I hope head head and shoulders treats that commercial like any other commercial, like and it's not mm-hmm. just running during wrestling. Is that uh, like why would you like that's I don't I think it right will there. because you don't have you don't hire for the <laughs> because I have no idea who, who uh, women basketball player uh, you don't hire Rebecca Lobo to do. You. Go yeah. way back to to be your head and shoulders uh, person or one of them, and then only show it during like WNBA games or only show it during sports center or sports related things. Like, no, that commercial should be running during daytime TV, and those women should be like, yeah. "Hey, who's this?" And I think they have like wrestling silhouettes in the back, so it's obvious. Or she's like training or like you know shadow boxing or something. But they should know, like, oh shit, she's a fighter. Who's she? They might, I, didn't, I don't right. remember, but they might put up a little thing at the beginning of WWE Superstar Becky Lynch. I'm sure they do. And that's one of those things where that goes back to the buying power that they created by being so mainstream. Years ago, they would they would beg for something like that. Right. Wait, you don't, so are you saying they're not bringing the Attitude Era back? That's what I heard. I mean, oh, well, I mean, they're going to bring HLA back and all that stuff? Yeah, of course. I mean, because everybody, that's what, that's what made it work. Like, that's what made it work. Demeaning women and, like, having Vince McMahon have women bark like a dog. That is what made and, – and here's the thing, and, you know, I hope people don't misunderstand and don't misconstrue it in no way. You know, I, I don't want to offend anyone, but this is the East Coast cast, so this isn't uh, minivan friendly. You've said this numerous times on VMP. The Attitude Era could never happen again because we now have the Internet and people don't pay for porn. Like, most of that stuff, when you're bragging that Sonny is the most downloaded woman or Sable is the most downloaded woman, like, mm-hmm. nobody nobody downloads like that anymore, big. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, like that's uh, that's all true. And, and also, it can't happen because it happened with the context of the prior 50 certainly, you know, televised years of pro wrestling, but certainly the 50, 100 years of history. Um, yeah. <clears throat> to go oh, with that, they're going to break. Surgery. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching it on my face. And to break those yeah, rules. Well, they, they don't have 100, they didn't, you know, they're, they're, those rules are still very fresh. The breaking of those rules is still very fresh in, every, in everybody's mind. Or if they're not, like if they're too young to be fresh in their minds, they don't have memories of it, it's very accessible. Right. So, so it's not fresh. It wouldn't be innovative in any way. Right. And also, it just, society isn't, we're not there. Right. You know, we're not Jerry Springer, and we're not, you know, this and that. Girls gone wild. Yeah. Just not even well, look at what happened last time. Not even the smoke show. It's just the, 
Yeah. What happened to her? Look at the smoke show. She evolved into like I was talking with Wade about that. No, no, Bruce, I'm sorry. I was talking with Bruce mm-hmm. about that when I did the show with him this weekend. She evolved now where she's like getting in Disco Inferno's face because he's basically playing the role of every like misogynistic man. Well just you go back to strips strip shows and everything you do there, like we'll handle the wrestling beer. You can't do it. And she, you know, slapped him in the face like you're not gonna disrespect me. Just because I'm sexy don't mean I can't wrestle. And, you know, now wrestle. they're gonna have a match in two weeks. Hmm? But she can't wrestle. No, she, she wrestles in Mexico all the time. She's pretty good. Oh, okay. I, I, shame on me for assuming she was just a, you know, probably impassable. Oh yeah, no, no, she's pretty decent. I mean, she's not, she's not, uh, you know, uh, a, a Bailey or 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 a, uh, you know, Gail Kim or. A, um, Is she at Carmella's level? Above, above. Oh well. I'd say Naomi. You know, I'd say Naomi. Okay. I mean, that's kind of like those two are, I think Naomi and Carmella are, I, I just think Naomi has the physical and athletic stuff that she can make up and make her bullshit flashy over the top offense look a little more impactful. Carmella, I just don't buy it. Yeah, so I would say, yeah, I would say Naomi. So she's like at that level, that's the bottom of, I think, what's passable in a, in 2019 for, for, for women's wrestling on the main, you know, in a, in a, in a Big time, yeah. national level. So okay, then yeah, sure. Then I'm very, impressed. you know, I'm I'm very impressed if she's if she's as good as even you know Naomi Carmella types. That's cool. Yeah. And if for me, I like it because at that level, she might not have the athleticism of a Naomi, but she does the heel work really well. And so when she's in Mexico, she was a really good heel because she knew how to work the crowd well. And they really wanted to see her get her butt kicked. It's not like Carmella when she was a heel, where you're like, "Oh God, get out of the ring, stop it, this isn't funny." Well, it was only when she had the title when she like, or it was, it, yeah, her her as a heel worked. She was good. Her character was great. She was super annoying and all that, just like she is now as a babyface. She's she's good and does the. It's just when you want to give her physical credibility is where I got it right there. So right. Uh, pump the goddamn brakes. This woman can't beat nobody. So. Right. Undisputed era. Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Oh, oh, got a couple street clothes. Let look at EO. My goodness. EO, I'm liking the. That thing is tied together, literally. Wait, you must be ahead of me. Oh. Okay, EO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, I got it, man. But again, her Instagram is playing. Because I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Even her outfit is better than, like, Austin and, and this one. Mm, I, will, I will agree to disagree, sir. Okay, Austin is okay, but Kyra Sainz is the worst. Loose baggy elbow pads. This is weird. Is this so small? It's, I don't know what it is. Well, because it's her. Like, she mentioned they did an article recently where she was talking about, hey, like, I like colors, so the more colors I wear, the better. But what she also didn't want to mention, because I'm sure they were like, stay off of that, is I, I like the fact that I'm wearing a thong outside of my wrestling tights, and I like sexing things up, because that's who I am, too. Mm-hmm. 
So they try to get the best of both worlds with Asuka. Like they want her to be herself, but they're like, let's not go too far. Yeah. Which remember, is, on her way out, which is understandable. Is that like she should be produced to not go so too far? You know, she's an artist. Well, no, remember toward the end when she was a heel, she was like, it's up to you know, management and people to. No, yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so I love the Bianca Belair uh monogrammed athletic top. Well, uh, that's the top yeah, the sports bra deal. Yep. So. That's like better than Under Armour. Like you got your own oh oh and the shoulder. Yeah. Okay, I'm Kyrie Sane is fed up. Kyrie Sane been hanging out with some, some, some they gonna do shit, man. Get dumped on her pirate little booty. <laughs> no, Kyrie Sane about to hit her with the feast. Just boom, right to the face. Undefeated. Yeah. Oh, who's this? The best of NXT 2018? Looks like WWE yeah. Home Video presents. Cool. Um, Do we get any more? Yeah, I read Darrell's, or not Darrell's, um, Jabron's. He had one earlier, but we don't have any uh, any more non-VIP ones. So, um, yeah, I don't know if it's just that, you know, this might be like the first nice <clears throat> Wednesday <laughs> since, the time, you know, since yeah. we sprung forward. Everybody's you outside, know, like, flying tight. Bring your asses in the house, man. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that fresh air. <laughs> Flying to kite, just doing cartwheels and in the grass. Yeah, no, yeah, just outside, just in the grass, uh, playing with ants, and you know. Uh, oh, they could be, or they could be in line at Rita's because it's the first day of spring, so they got their free. Oh, GQ giving out ice cream cones. Those sons yep. of bitches are dipping into my uh, my damn uh, disturbance. Still making music? Wow, just dipping into my fans. Come on, come on now. DQ and Rita's. Rita's isn't everywhere, is it? Because I don't think there's Rita's in Texas. I don't I know why. Just... They got to step their game up. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think that's a Southern thing, or maybe just not a Texas thing. Man, look at Io Shirai in that graphic. She cute as a motherfucker, man. Whew. She is. She really is. Somehow Eo, wait, is he Eo or Kyrie? I'm saying Kyrie. Eo Shirai. Oh, well, they both are. No, Kyrie's EO. got Kyrie's got the turnaround. Like, hey, this is an intro to like a TV series. <laughs> and Kyrie Sane as Princess. Yeah. Fluffy. Kyrie Sane as the the roommate. Yeah. Shana looks like she's about to punch somebody in the throat. Shana looks like. They don't do it. Don't do it. She got the plague. Mm. And the Spanish flu all in her eye. Eyeball. Oh, I, uh, you know. And then the Forgotten Sons looking like they just got out of a, uh, we will not, you will not replace this rally. Blood and Soil Rally. Blood and Soil. That's, that's their tag team name. Uh-oh. <laughs> Adam Cole, baby. Oh, wow. They're going right to the Fatal Five Way. Okay. So this is for the title. No, the winner gets to go 
to uh, face Johnny Gargano in a two out of three falls match for the title. For the title, so for that way, there's no. So why no, did Gargano like, get basically a buy? Because he was the number one contender beforehand. Already, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, did you, now you're, you said you're busy, so I assume you haven't. And you just made like a trip a week or two ago and got like two months worth of, or however many months worth of, yeah. six weeks worth of power pool. I assume you haven't gone this week? No, I did. I did win this week. I actually was going to put up my, I, again, work out ahead of me. I, I was going to put up my haul because what I got was, um, you'd appreciate this. Marvel okay. came out with like, uh, here, hold on a second. I'm going to do it while we talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel put out uh, a like women of comics and a writer's care this oh week all yeah, all for to see Phantom of the Project boom I just threw it up there you can take a look one and only. Uh, where'd you put it? I put it on Twitter. Cause I put the pictures up. So Iron Man, Spider Man. Did you tag me in it? No, I'm hitting refresh no, on my mentions. I didn't tag you. I threw it up there on Twitter so that way you can have it. Anyway. Oh, let me see. I will fit. I can see. Yeah. No, no. No, leave it alone. I can find it. But you'll see my favorite is the one right You'll see it's on my work desk. I took it earlier today. this guy saying? Nothing against Mike Trout, but if he was in a mall in Los Angeles, no one would know. Congrats on being rich and irrelevant. Hmm. I don't know why that makes him racist. Wait, who? No, I was reading a tweet from that Cam wrote, and it says fans are racist. Example, 500,085, <laughs> Retweeting this guy Eric O'Flaherty's tweet. If Mike Trout, oh, because it's Fox Sports rate Colin Cowherd, Cowherd said nothing against Mike Trout, but if he was in a mall in Los Angeles, no one would know. Congrats on being rich and irrelevant. And this Eric O'Flaherty guy says if Mike Trout got tatted up, bleached his hair, threw on a gold chain, pimped every home run. I don't know what that means. Had an affair. Oh, with so an like Instagram. walk down or you know, basically so like, like black person, whatever code. Oh, was that what that was? says? Had an affair with an Instagram model. He would be ten times more famous in quotes than recognizable. Maybe it's not a problem. We pay too much attention to assholes. And that tweet led Cam to say, "Fans are racist." Example, whatever. Which I'm, I'm not sure. But okay, let me see. Guy, Tony Stark, Iron Man. Are you keeping up with that Fantastic Four? Uh... Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm behind. Oh. I have them. I just haven't read them. 
So what's with this new Miss Marvel uh, thing they got? Uh, the Magnificent Miss Marvel, number yeah. one. I don't know, because I was just about to tell them, like, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, it just switched. I was like, what? Yeah. They love their fucking number But you see Fearless one. and Fantastic, that's definitely going to be my uh, go-to now that Trey's reading comics before he goes to bed. Oh, that's a book. Yeah. Yeah, somebody that's always talking shit about Carol Danvers. You certainly have a lot of her product and face all well, around. Well, I think she's I think she's wonderful. I think she's flawed because you know Rhoda got killed because of her, and uh, you know no matter, she, it doesn't she matter was a, the fact that you say it over and over again it doesn't make it true. You do know that, right? It did. Listen, like hey. I have this mission I'm going to fly off at the handle with because I want to prove predictive technology works. Want to come with me, boo? Sure, girl. Oh, God, I'm dead. There we go. Prove it works. It worked over and over again, and she saved millions probably of lives. But when we read, uh, when we read uh, let's see, Secret Empire, mm-hmm. we saw that it worked because people uh, wanted it to work because it was just right enough to help him take over the world. That's two different things. It worked because it worked. Listen, and they saved millions congratulations. of people. Congratulations. You're, si- you're siding with Nazis. I should have known. <laughs> Travis Bryant. I'll put you up there with the black dude that's got that uh, Heritage uh, Not Hate tweet. <laughs> Damn. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, you know what? Let's get the rail. Ain't nobody calling in. Let's get the rail. Give him his. Yeah. His damn 30 minutes, you know, he's you know, he going to get it okay. one way or other. <laughs> Why is Alistair Black not dude. coming up on the uh, with the back brace anymore? He's just like what kind of walking. He's not getting, he's not leveling up like I'm on the back it. brace. He's like walking oh, out of a because, because the back brace is on the main roster now. They only got one. He's I'm just pulling out of my butt. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's probably close to right. Like it's on that production truck now. Yeah. Because remember, the way they do it now on the main roster, they set it up on the side instead of up front like they did with him, where he would just get lifted up and then walk down the aisle instead of just being in some weird corner. And look, their their candle budget NXT went down precipitously <laughs> while it's still left. <laughs> they don't go to Things Remembered anymore as much. Nah, they put they set all the candles up and realized, holy shit, they're like super small now, and because we've been using them, it is a fire hazard. Six months. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get Darrell on here. See what he's got to talk about. Darrell, what's going on? What up? What's going on, Trav? With the slander? Okay. <laughs> you like slander? What's up, I'm a little slander you. Not much. Slander you, Darrell? Yeah, man. I ain't taking. I ain't taking no time or nothing like that. I don't do that anymore. Taking no time. I'm. I'm this I, is a new director. I, I say stuff and don't. He remember just keeping it, it real. I don't no, remember what I said or why I said it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, he gonna take. He gonna take his thirty minutes. <laughs> I don't. Oh, take oh, no 30 minutes. oh, yeah. Cause I'm fucking lying there. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> two years worth of tape to go back to. <laughs> I have been on my best behavior, sir. Don't oh, judge me on my too. past. Judge me on my present. 
we've been talking straight up numbers and time. I didn't talk about the content during that time. That's a whole different story. Oh yeah, I guess, man. <laughs> but um, I just want to let you know, also, Trav, you can finish watching that too, man. They finally fixed it out. Man, I watched that shit on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, not YouTube, uh, Hulu. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. What you watch? Akira, because the Funimation mm. wasn't working. There. Yeah, I couldn't watch mm. that. And I thought it was just me because I was using Darrell's, you know. Tetsuo, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were tr- like tripping because I was, you know, out of the area. But after I finished watching Attack on Titan season three, I was like, shit, I don't know what else to watch. I got access to this big ass ass with all this stuff, but all this stuff is stuff that I don't like. So I was like, well, let me watch it here. And I was watching it, and then <laughs> I went to go finish it like a day or two later. And Funimation was. Did you did you email them like yo what's up I want half a fucking month worth of subscription money back motherfucker shit Oh yeah they um they said they gonna work out something for me since they going um to the little new tier system they gonna do something for me But it take them yeah. forever to get back it take them about five days to respond back to you So shit Marvel Marvel their their online support is really good like two weeks in a row. Or two hauls in a row, because I didn't go last week. I had, you know, a digital code, like, tear in a way that I couldn't, like, figure it out. And you just take a picture of it, take a picture of the front, you know, the comic itself, and you just send it, and like, yo, this shit's fucked up. And it just, within both times, like, today and a couple weeks ago, like, within an hour, they hit me back with a code, a new code, like, yeah, here you go, sorry about that. I get that. I get that. I guess it's just Funimation. They just slow. But um, yeah, I mean everybody's not gonna have the, the, the express customer service. And you gotta imagine Marvel Comics is probably their support system, or or call in or whatever. There is probably a little bit more busy than Funimation. Yeah, just a little. Yeah, huge. Oh shit, that was huge. nice. Alistair Black and uh, oh. But I've been listening to y'all conversation the whole time, man, from the beginning yeah. of the show till now. Enjoying the different conversations. I don't want to um, rehash anything. Yeah. Really, um, just really hate what they did did with Kofi. Not gonna get into that. Um, it was definitely a bummer. Like after it was over, it was like, Ugh, fuck. I gotta go out, go to Valentine, and shoot some towels for me. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Make you sad. Make me sad. I can't say about nobody else. Sad moment. It wasn't Down more of a, to me. It was just a bummer. Like, ah. Oh. Now I know every show. I mean, that's a that's a part of shows. Like some shows, end when you're like, oh, that son of a bitch, or oh, that's so sad, or I can't believe my favorite character died, or 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 it's a cliffhanger. They might die in the next episode. That's like TV, and it just was one of those. Like, oh man, damn, the bad guy won this time. And that just happened. So I, beyond that, you know, that is a conversation that can be had, and we've been having it. But as far as the show, how the show ended, it's just like, you know what? That's like at the end of at the end of Infinity War, we, before like running out the theater, like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, jumping for joy, like no, 
going to be sad to get to that payoff in a year or two. Yeah. Yeah. Then to see the um the video that um Big E posted, I don't know how people can just say, oh he's just gonna win it, so y'all should just be cool with it type of um, language. I don't not just just based off the stories that they tell. So I just can't accept that right there. Or the people who come out and say, well they should continue on the story and let New Day turn on Kofi. I can't be down with that neither. So I'm just over it right now. Um, Holy shit. I know y'all was on. That was fucking sweet. I've never seen a kick. Like, Alistair went to, like, do his, like, kick or roundhouse kick. And Matt Riddle caught his lay on in one motion, like, ducked under. Did this. Woo. It was, like, sweet as hell, right? Yeah, he put him in, he put him in Americana. He put him in an Americana. That's a that's a UFC submission. Okay. Like that was nice. That was nice. This dude rolling in here with his little ankle bracelet on. Looking <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah, Foley yeah. from uh, Fast Times. Uh, jump in here. Uh, I'm I'm trying to get the NXT myself. I just find it funny how um they can just adjust on the fly so easily. Yeah. But the main roster <laughs> makes stuff so well, hard. As much, I mean, to be fair to the main roster, it's harder to turn a cruise ship than it is, you know, a cigarette boat. Not that it actually yeah. just a tiny little speedboat, but like, you know, a yacht. It's, it's just like, you know, you're, you're not the yacht that can fit a yacht, but you're your normal rich guy yacht, not your Betsy Davos. Uh, I got ten yachts in this, <laughs> you know. But it's just a normal kind of. It's hard to, you know. It's easier to turn that thing. You see something coming in the way, like, ooh, you got cruise ship. You gotta have your binoculars on to see that shit coming, for you know, a mile away before you can. You know, I don't know, cruise ship should turn on a dime, but you guys get my get my analogy. Yeah, yeah, we, but it all each one still based on planning. To me, I think it's still based on planning. If you have a plan and you plan it, and even if it does defer off a little bit, you still have the base structure to go off of and just redirect everything because everything wasn't always pre-taped and stuff like that. Or going to point A to point B, you wasn't pre-directed how to get there. You had to find your way to get there, so you had to adjust on the fly. And when you don't have um, storylines that go together and fit like a glove, where your your glove fitting like when AJ or when OJ put his hand in the glove and said the glove did not fit, so you must have quit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it, it, it'd be difficult. That's why I would say this piece and see what you guys think. I know people are always hollering about, well, man, they should join the, they should join the tag team divisions up, or put the women together. If you go off of how they tell stories now and how they just present people, if they did minimize and just go with a big group of people, we would be, the show would be even worse because they can't focus on five and six people. It shows you they can barely focus on one or two. 
So that means we'll get two shows with the seven or eight people on each show. How fast do you get tired of that? Um, I mean, sure. That's logical that you would get sick of those <laughs> half a dozen people. But how do we get there? I mean, did I miss something? Like, why is NXT? What? What? I think I literally missed, like, why you even went there. No, I'm just saying that, um, with, um, it's easy. I I, I find it funny that NXT able to do it, but the main roster can't. But then we always hearing that the main roster just needs to uh, shrink everything. Like, no longer have two championships. No longer have um, two tag team divisions, but when you look at the storylines and how hard they, how hard they make telling stories, it'll be even harder for them if they just had one group of people or just one set of things because they can barely tell stories that they uh, that should be a layup for them. Because if you're gonna do like if you're gonna do that, you got to have the ability of an NXT to be able to create on the fly or adjust. But the main roster not good at adjusting. Sure, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean a lot of it is because it's a big, you know, <laughs> my, my my cruise ship analogy holds. But it's also the, the people that's in charge. I mean, not also. I mean that's mainly. <laughs> it's like, well, get a fuck. Like, cruise ships have the ability to turn and do this, and then you just got to get a damn captain that knows how to steer the bitch. That, Sorry, that guys, I hate to disturb you. I got I got to bounce. All right, see you, Rich. Talk to you. And Sorry. and I guess we're good Sorry. on the NXT or on VIP. We want to call that. Oh, well, I'm going to assume we're not doing VIP. So, <laughs> no VIP, folks. And I was listening to y'all Captain Marvel um conversation also. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why. I'm not with neither side. I'm not with the side of people who say the movie was bad. I'm not with the side of the people who say the uh, movie was great. I just say, well, it's not being on side. It's like, what did you think of the movie? Like, is it good? Like, did you think it was a good movie, or did you think it was an okay movie? It was an okay movie. It was a- it was an okay movie. I'm probably in the middle. It, it was okay. Oh, okay. Nothing wrong with a movie being just okay. It don't have to be trash. It great. Or it don't have to be great. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. But yeah. not because and I wanted it to be great. I thought it was great because it was fucking great. Yeah, and I don't see nothing wrong with you saying that. It just yeah. sometimes, man, people to a point just get carried away with certain stuff, I think. I don't see why. Like... The people bashing it, coming out, talking about how trash it was. I, as long as I'm entertained in the movie, it, can, it can't be trash if I'm entertained in it. And it was some flaws in the movie to me that made it that it wasn't great, but it was still okay movie. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was endearing and had really special moments and it was action-packed and it was a hell of Moved along, you know. I mean, that thing. Yeah, kept yeah. you into it. I, I, like, no I like how they're getting on the um that um uh, 
the two friends had a might had a romance, but they didn't really say that they had a romance. But you can feel what that. You oh, you know, Carol and Maria. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I didn't pick up anything overt, but I also wasn't looking for it. I wasn't looking for it neither, but you can. Yeah. The reaction that they gave towards each other about certain stuff, and you know. Passion that you feel for your friend and stuff like that, that you can tell that it was um, some type of relationship or something. But oh. hey, I'm glad they didn't focus on it. Yeah. Oh, the hoteps would have been out. Oh, here we go. Just like when Black Lightning Daughters uh, in the first season, you know, when it you know, came obvious that, like, oh, she's a lesbian. She likes women. Like, <laughs> I think in like the first scene when she's like making out with her girlfriend, it was like, it wasn't like it was a secret. They were just like, oh, here we go. Why everybody, you know, you know, the agenda and all that bullshit. Yeah. And, and, you know, I appreciated that. I just didn't like what they did. I know y'all were saying y'all thought it was okay. But what they did with um, Nick Spears and his eye, it it told um, a different story than what it told. No, in the movies itself. It told different stories early in the movies. About how about his eye and certain things they, they had. It redconned. They this movie redconned a lot of a different stuff that they told. So what was the original thing with his eye that they did? In, um, in, in what movie did they establish it? Um, the Iron Man movie. In the Iron Man movie, they established that, and what they did with the Tesseract too, because remember. Um, yeah, that I was a little confused about. I was like, is that how it? Is that where it was? But you also got to remember it was '95. Like, hey, a lot of a lot could happen between '95 and '08 or 2010. But back in them, but they was hitting back in them days that uh, Nick Fury was <laughs> I found in and he was the director of Shield back in those days. So they read on a lot of stuff, even though he was just a regular agent when she came around. But you know, in those previous movies, he been working on this type of stuff. Um, um, for the longest, and they they had they had already met extraterrestrial type of people because they find they found Thor Hammer back in the um with yeah, the and him meeting and him meeting and using the Tesseract and going into extra uh, other dimensions and bringing those weapons around. <laughs> they knew it back then. They they knew those type of superheroes was a super men type of people existed because you had Captain America <laughs> like he wasn't he didn't introduce you it made it seem like Captain Marvel introduced you that it was people with powers and just specific type of stuff out here when previously yeah, they, but, they already knew that stuff but but uh. Like Captain or, or Captain America was, you know, his story. You know, he's a World War II uh, experiment and blah blah blah. So yeah, so maybe the, the society at home Captain America and what he could do, but that's different from oh shit, Velveteen with the camera in his face. That was awesome. But that's different from from things. Space. Like I don't know. Uh, was there was? Uh, yeah. 
I, I just, I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't, but you're way more into it and into the histories for sure than I am. I didn't, uh, there weren't any big giant things that jumped out to me, but also don't pay, pay huge, huge, huge close attention to that kind of shit. shit can get and, and remember now, if people seen, if people seen Captain Marvel and like people she knew this type of stuff happened, why was it such a surprise when Captain when Iron Man came on the scene? Like <laughs> this man in this uh, suit to come around. But again, like, that's that, human. That, that this was the strongest. That was only a few years later. If that was '95, he supposedly came around in the early 2000s. Right, so and when he, he came around, it was like that was the strongest thing they ever seen before. Yeah, by a person, by a human being that created something. Also, maybe Nick Fury just wasn't as read in in 1995 because he was a fucking desk jockey, kind of normal, you know, not a desk jockey, but he wasn't like a head of shield level. You know, so that's why I, I said they read con a lot of things. They redcon a lot of things because, you know, I'm just going off of the movies and some of the stuff that was said in the movies, like by uh, <laughs> um, Fury and stuff like that. So that's all. That, that, yeah, but a lot of that stuff was, just isn't going to hit me uh, as somebody that's just not that love of the history. And, yeah, just yeah, haven't been in uh, three years is all, so. Sure. And. And that's what made it an okay movie to me because people who don't know the history can jump in in the movie and not be a loss or anything and then can catch up with the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe a little bit in that movie also and can go and watch um, Endgame in a few weeks without a problem. Yeah. So, so it was a, to me, it was a pretty good movie. I'm ready to see um Shazam. Oh yeah, I have no idea. Now um uh, uh one thing would be um uh, another thing if we go back to wrestling real fast. Um <laughs> I know y'all were speaking on the seven it's supposed to be seventeen matches on WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um would this WrestleMania be known as the multi man matches? Because it seems like there's going to be a whole lot of No, that was 17 Or, or I'm sorry, 16 Because I think I think quite literally Every match on that show was a triple threat Or a four way There might have been one match That wasn't <laughs> But But as far as like modern Not 15, 19 years ago, whatever Sure This could definitely be that 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 one. But it looked like they're going away from it too, because everybody thought the U.S. title might be. That was my biggest disappointment. Forget uh, other fans talking about Kurt Angle supposed to be having um a uh, big name match when you see he can't perform. I'm like sometimes. Fans are oxymorons for themselves, but um, um, that they didn't. I thought they would at least have uh, let John Cena be the one who challenged um some more Joe, 
because that seemed like the obvious story that they were going with with the um, our truth and all that, and how they've been using race since he came back. It don't seem as big of a match. If that's yeah. what you're gonna put Ray in, just giving him a a sneaky victory over Samoa Joe don't make the match even hotter. <laughs> Now I feel like you got to feel up on that match to, to make it seem big or feel WrestleMania worthy. Well, like, uh, was it Mike that said, <laughs> you'll catch it, Joshua, not Joshua, what's the kid's name? Dominic's going to catch that damn Coquina Clutch in <laughs> one of these next four shows left, uh, or, or two, two SmackDowns that they got. I think that's something you should say to WrestleMania. And he don't catch it um, in front of Ray. Um, he watched Ray catch that clean and clutch, and then he tried to come out there after um, <laughs> some more Joe being on his daddy after winning the match already. Then he catch it also. Because the what, oh, what wow. 20, 21, and he's been training the route for himself, so I'm pretty sure he can take it. Yeah, that's not the issue. I I don't know. I think you do that to build it. I don't know if you do that at WrestleMania. You need to, yeah. I mean, whatever. I was just feel like you, you mess up the bill. I feel like since you mess up the bill of um of people throughout the week, instead of just coming in, you already coming in cold. You understand that. Instead of leaving cold, why won't you leave hot? Since you know a lot of people watch WrestleMania anyway. So are you are you saying and you're gonna continue? That means they have they got to get another you know title shot sometime. They got to continue that feud and choke that man's son yeah, out. Yeah, just and continue it for one more um, pay per view. And you just you just want to come out hot. And that would lead into extreme rules because you got to get extreme right. because now the man okay. choked out your son, choked out you and your son. And, you know, build some more Joe up until you can build somebody else up who might potentially take it away from you. Like maybe at SummerSlam, you done built up uh, Mustafa Ali or somebody mm-hmm. like that. I hope they get him back on track. Me too. See, and that's the whole thing. It's too late to be trying to get hot going into WrestleMania. Just say the match and have a match and try to come out of WrestleMania hot instead of going into it hot. That's why they overthink things right now anyway, because they think they're making stuff as hot as possible when you're killing everything. Like, I guess we're going to get um, Demon Finn versus Lashley. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I guess we're going to have 40 people in the Andre the um, Giant Battle Royal. Just say time. Uh, the women and the men all in, all in the If you're going to make it big and you're going to put Braun in there, you might as well put as many people as you can in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal and just have him eliminate 30, 40 people. Yeah. You're mad at the Saturday Night Live people for calling wrestling tape. Yeah. 
that's who cut down on some of them matches, I guess. Seventeen matches. That's that's absurd. Absurd. Uh, that's why I'm glad I'll be watching it at home so I can just oh, you know what, I got something else I wanna do. Let me go. <laughs> uh, let me call one of my let me call this girl to come over and chill for a little minute. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix and chill. <laughs> oh, the show's still on. Well, I can finish the show now. I'm about to All right. <laughs> Matter of fact, not only is the, not only is the show still on, but like, oh, an hour and a half left in the show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I really didn't miss much. Ain't <laughs> go on about it. I'm just more entertained because I'm ready to see what was the rating for on SmackDown because SmackDown been doing decent. Especially well, it's the big. It was the. Uh, I didn't see a number, but they said it was the, uh, had the most viewers since, uh, yeah, you know, in a long time. So. And that's crazy because um, I was just, you know, I keep up with those type of numbers. And SmackDown it open push in that gauntlet match has been not decreasing but slowly growing. Maybe one mm-hmm. percent here, two percent there, and unlike. Raw, even though they brought back Roman, and they had that big uptick when they brought him back, but it started back going back down again, going back down again. It went back down again this week, even though they advertised Brock coming, and advertising everything that they advertised, it still went down. <laughs> so to hear that SmackDown had one of the biggest numbers, that should tell them something. But you could have just killed the growth. By what you just did to Kofi. Yeah. Because obviously he's proven that he's showing that he's a draw. And he's drawing people in. Into um, the show. That just be my whole thing. About all of this. Is that. We can never be. Seen as just regular people. Who can bring in other people. Outside of our own race. <laughs> like they don't. And we have to be stuck with some silly gimmick. I think Blackish just had a show about that. Yeah, Blackish just had a show about that. How people perceive you. How they perceive us. Because um on what's McCall he was saying, um at the private school he's seen as a he's seen as somebody who fit in. They don't look at him no different than anybody else. But then when, because, you know they got a new kid there, um, their cousin his cousin kid there and they were trying to get her into the private school. I guess she went and told them how she from Compton. And they felt sorry for her. Then they started looking at them as, oh, you poor people from Compton, like like you wanted a handout or something like that. And it just took his perception uh, of how people perceive him. And now he can no longer get back that, how they seen him before. Just because of who his cousin is. <laughs> yeah. I know she she good, <laughs> but still though, you know what I'm saying. For somebody to work that hard to not be perceived as something, you know, and to come from that, and not it sure. just take one second, and you always seen as that. And I understand wrestling have gimmicks and stuff like that, but like y'all was saying with Sheamus and stuff, they can overgrow those gimmicks and just be seen as a person. Yeah, we can never overgrow those gimmicks. 
And for somebody well, you can if you're a rock, if you're like, you know, over, if you're fucking, yeah, number one goddamn box office draw of the generation. <laughs> oh, yeah, just become the number one box office draw ever uh, or, or, or in a generation. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you got to do. But that's another, that's, another, that's another story of itself because it's not about Rock not showing that he, he you know, he's a mixed child or something like that. It's what the oh, people who promoted him. Oh, him. yeah, it, that's just a whole right. thing. Right, the history, the money is the Samoan dynasty. Like, what the fuck? Rocky Johnson, there's no, there's, you're, you're the second generation on both sides. Or, no, 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 no. Granddad, but his mom didn't wrestle, so. So he's the second generation, and his granddad was a wrestler, so both sides have former, like, pro wrestling. But, like, it's easy, it's an easy, like, if you're, like, in marketing, it's like, where do you think your money is? How do you think you can market this guy? Well, you talk about the Samoan dynasty. You talk about his dad. People, sure. People know who his dad is in the, in yeah. the, in the context of, of Western history. But yeah, because that's where that's the interesting story. <laughs> it's not about, like, bias or suppressing your blackness or his blackness if you're ever some... And they might have. I don't want to speak for, for management, but I don't think he... Just personally, I don't know, maybe he would, but I'm just saying the more the story there, the money, the intrigue is, you got this whole giant fan, you Yokozu, his cousin? Fuck! I'm sorry, but that's the story that I want to But that's always, but coming from where I come from in the South and stuff like that, that's always the problem with certain stuff, that people have to suppress that. Or not, not suppress it. Just not bring it up because the better story is always the mixed side, the other side. <laughs> that's why when people think of something bad, they call it dark. <laughs> so they, that's the side you don't want to talk about. No. Well, <laughs> like, I don't. I mean, mean, I don't know what you're talking about in general. I'm talking about in this specific case. If your if your money is on the line, if your storytelling <laughs> reputation is on the line. It's like, well, what what do you talk about as far as The Rock and his history? Like, well, his dad's Rocky Johnson, and he had first black champion, but also his cousin Joko Zuna, Rikishi's this, his mom, his granddad wrestled in this promotion in Hawaii, San Fran, all over the place. It's like, that is a no-brainer. Ain't about, but that wasn't what got him money. That was not what got him money. That was got him no, money. No, what got him money is he's the fucking Rock. When they were talking, talking about that, that cost him money. They got the die Rocky die chance and all of that. That wasn't what uh, brought no, him money. That wasn't because of his lip. That was because he was he was trash. That was because he was something he they were forcing him to be something. Uh, uh, and okay, they were forcing him to do that, and he was and he was doing that. That's what I'm saying. He was doing it because they were forcing him to do it. He wasn't trash. He wasn't trash. He was just a newbie. He was young. He was 96 or 97. He didn't have no. I mean, if you're trying to compare 2013, 2019 complete performer rock to 1996 rookie sensation blue chipper that they put all the hype behind, who's doing what he's told to do, who don't have no power yet, that's not a that's not fair. Yeah, it's not I'm fair. Just, to be like, hey, 25 year old rock, why weren't you? Why'd you let them put you in this outfit and do that? Like, oh, I ain't saying that. That's why you know the answer. Like not you, but anyway. no, 
Oh, I know the game. Oh, yeah. I know the game. The game should be um, sold, not told. I, I, I understand that to the full uh, fullest ability. I'm just saying, but them them talking about who he was and stuff like that is not what made him money. Once he evolved past that, is what made him the money and made him the box office and all of that stuff like that. So that's not portion of it. But I'm just saying another story they could have told everybody forget. That boy played for the um the bad that bad Miami team that was hot and was up and coming and that was nationally known and that was and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, um college team that had all them stars coming up off of it. Like the Ray Ray Lewis and Warren Sapps and all those guys who were coming from Miami and that were making noise back in them days. That could have been a story that was told and that was um, tweaked into it. But that's a story that some people don't like, might not like to tell because they don't understand it or get it. So you know, that's just the only that's the only thing that I say. Uh, it's interesting stories everywhere, but a lot of the time they don't see those interesting stories. Are those stories that um, could be interesting because they seem as stories that people don't might not like. Like you were saying about the number one song is uh, from Two Chains and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. They wouldn't tell a story about people and stuff like that when most people even <laughs> most people come out. <laughs> Be trying to listen to two chains and dress like two chains and dress like her and, and, and stuff like that. That could never be a story because we're not seen in their world as an influence. I'm just talking about rappers. We're not seen as influencers. Uh, we don't influence a culture or uh, we don't influence people to dress and be like us. That we can't bring these people in. We've seen as people who might force away if we're not in some type of funny, our truth type of character. Okay. Which goes against all the history of the entire world. I mean, we are, we, you know, we're, we're the most copied, most fucking, like, come on. Like, I mean, it's, 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 what's his face? It's Mooney. It's the, it's the, uh, who's Mooney's first name? Duplicated people. Everybody want to be black, but don't want to be black. No, no. Everybody want to be a nigga, but don't nobody want to be a nigga. That was the quote. I, I didn't <laughs> want to say it like that. <laughs> that was the quote. It was close to me. But yeah, no, that, I mean, that's just, like, even the, like, fam, like, just think, I sit back when I hear things, and I hear, like, I'm watching, like, anything, something super mainstream and really fucking, I'm arguing it's some bullshit, you know, and they're talking, and just the slang, the lingo, it's just, like, how everything crosses over, how, it, 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 the dab, I mean, Jesus Christ. This cultural phenomenon, I mean, we, we, we do all that. That's all us. Ain't no fucking country bullshit. Ain't no rock stuff. You know, ain't no white boy shit, like, dominating culture like that. It just doesn't happen. Mm. Everything that everything that the West, that Western society culturally, it's just like what they did physically to Africa. Like, it just took and ex- exported <laughs> all the valuables and all the, everything out and took it to, John Oliver had a thing, it's about, it's about, it's different, but John Oliver had this, uh, had this, had this joke about racism, and it was like, everyone
beautiful still be able to enjoy their chicken tikka. And they named all these like different because it was like a prepping. It was like food. It was like a food thing. And the point was, was it none of the stuff that they said? It was like all the food items that they, he talked about came from some other place to make England a better place. Like chicken tikka, that's some Indian dish. All the other Jamaican stuff and all this African stuff. It's just like they don't have, they don't have anything of their of their own. Oh, they got a breakfast, which is great. Beans and sausage and, and egg and all that kind of stuff. But you know what I mean. I'm not trying to say white people. Yeah, I know what you mean. Stupid and ignorant. But the, the idea that we, we as a whole, as a culture, aren't the most goddamn copied people on the planet. On the planet. Did you see? Did you, I might have seen it on your fucking Instagram. The comedian Joffrey. Was, was like in the mm-hmm. middle of fucking suburbia with all those fucking like twelve year old white boys were all wearing like these colorful do rags and all with the yo 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 like that's the worst part of it. It's like why y'all gotta why y'all gotta take that part of it? <laughs> like that's the appealing part. Oh yo 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 dumb shit. He's like oh you gotta <laughs> you try to get your waves and he takes his uh, do rag off and this white boy this twelve thirteen year old white kid got. A goddamn ocean front yeah, in his hand. He had two do rags on. He had two do rags on. Yeah, this kid was spinning. He had the, he, I was seasick once he took that damn do rag off. And Joffrey lost it. Like, oh my God, he do got waves under there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what, my what point. Like, it's just. Even think about yeah. waves. But WWE is the opposite. It's, the, it's like one of the only places in culture, not one of the only places, a lot of places don't get infected by the scourge of black culture. And, 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 and But WWE, they, they insulate themselves from, from that. And I think it's because of the fan base. I mean, as many as, as many black people as we do know watch wrestling, it's still, we're still um, uh just numbers wise, we're still like a mind like we are in the country. We're still a minority. Much influence we might have, much trouble as we might cause in a lot of different ways. Like we're still just numbers wise, you know, eighteen percent or fifteen percent of the population. So it's probably similar with wrestling fandom. So they don't find the yeah. need to appeal. And and we might we're we're you know, might not just looking for that type of stuff in wrestling because we're so used to not getting it there. And then when you get it, it's in this over-the-top kind of, you know, like like MVP. There was no uh, opposite. There was no, it's just the, the flamboyant part. It's just not like Kobe. Like, you can't just be an everyman and be, you know, you gotta have, you gotta be something. MVP with the big plate. Playboy, diva, wide receiver type athlete wrestler. You know, Sean Benjamin, Uber athlete. Yeah, I guess he was as close to. You can't, you can't beat it. You can't beat it on um, the regular, the regular um, type of people like the like. If you're talking about rap, like the regular types, uh, J Cole, uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar type of guys who ain't talking about shiny, bling blinging, and all of that. <laughs> you got to be the most. Um, you got to be the most out there type of people, the hammer type of people, <laughs> crazy out there, playing. Shit, Jay Cole and Lamar are getting damn. Uh, are they getting any kind of mainstream? I mean, they're like 
Kendrick, uh, Kendrick's been on the last two, you know, NBA Live soundtracks. I'm sure he's like on a song or two on 2K and various video games, but he's not, uh, you know, they call he's state going Migos going got a Sprite commercial. Migos gets the, yeah. the, the, you know, because they're flashy and, you know, they have that image that, <laughs> you know, unfortunately uh, dominates the culture. At least the mainstream. Yeah, they don't get it. I'm probably the only person who might get something who's similar to them is maybe, I think, Chance the Rapper, but I ain't into Chance. I don't know him too much like that. But he might be the only person. Oh, for sure. Not that. He's definitely, he's definitely, uh, yeah, he's very safe and appealing to light skin. Yeah, yeah. He knows Obama. They they don't talk about the. They don't, they don't talk about like the um the commons and stuff, even older ones like common and stuff like that. Like, well, what, remember, remember when Common was at the uh, at the White House and and then like Fox News was like <laughs> they like tried to portray him as like some thug rapper. Like, wait a second, Common? <laughs> like, Sam, you Bob can't. Yeah, it was just the word. Yeah, it was just them going. Oh, how, he's a rapper, black guy. Uh, uh, and they just ran with the the perception, like you were talking about earlier, and didn't even like listen to one goddamn comment song. And you know, you <laughs> you understand. Even before Eric Badu, he was like, you know, on some chill shit. The only she time chilled he about even more, out, but the only time he ever stepped out of his um. Mean, and this what they used when they was calling him a gangster rapper is when he had mm-hmm. a little um scuffle with um Ice Cube and NWA now um Ice Cube back in the day. When he that was a long ass time ago. Yeah, kind of like I know. And that's what they pulled up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. <sighs> Pull up one song. He only made one song. He said he shouldn't have made it. <laughs> <laughs> but when you have somebody challenging you like that, you come out and you defend yourself. But that's what they made it portray him as this gangster rapper. He didn't even say nothing crazy on that. Of course not. That's All right. That's that's the, yeah. Good, good, good. Because that's the note we're going to go ahead and end this show on. So I appreciate you as always, Darrell. Yeah, man. Talk to you. All right, uh, that about does it for us here. You know what? I want to play our outro song. Since I never do. <laughs> Long time was just like, damn, I heard that in like two years. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that does it. That's another that's another week in the books. So as, as you guys heard earlier, uh, and this is definitely the week to do it because I really do think everybody's out enjoying uh, enjoying like the spring weather and stuff. Cause those phone lines were ultra. This is why me and Rich do chop it up for as long as we did and gave Terrell 45 goddamn minutes this week. <laughs> he took his time. So, um, yeah. So I guess that uh, that does it. No VIP show. So. Um, oh, shit, I should have done my gimmick where I called Brian Austin and got him on air. Um, 
But yeah, so we'll get it y'all next time, next week, same time, same channel. Y'all know all the ways to get at it, so get at it in the next week and we'll uh, we'll respond. I'm trying. For the East Coast cast. I'm out.